She'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next morning, she'd be like, oh, I was just pouring you Coke because you were already, you, you didn't need it. You had enough, mister. Sometimes I can't tell. It always feels good to keep drinking, you know? Oh, my God, it does. How close are you going to be to that pony? The fuck's happening? Put your best dick forward this week. We're going to throw down shaft sack and tip. Here we are. Get real rough. Sometimes I get out of breath. I'll like I'll have to go to the kitchen and get a beer, and I'll stand up <laughs> off the couch and be like, "Ah, really?" I don't know why they caught me off guard. Sometimes I'm out of breath. It was just made me laugh. Sometimes My dad just like casually dropped on me yesterday. He's like, "Yeah, I have trouble breathing a lot." I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, we're just like on the way home." He's like, "Yeah, it's like I was like all the time." He's like, "No, just like when I'm doing something." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, okay." It's just when I'm awake. You ever you ever be like kind of fucked up and? You go to the kitchen and grab a beer and then like get sidetracked a little bit and then you'll get back to the couch and realize you left your beer in the kitchen. No. Man, that shit happens to me all the time and I'll I'll sit down and I'll be like ah, and then I'll grab the remote and I'll be like oh. I no. pace around for no fucking reason though sometimes. I do that shit too. I'll just pace around the house. I do that traditional thing that like like that stereotypical stand-up comedy thing, but like I'll open the refrigerator and just look in it. No, oh, yeah. like, like maybe there's something there, and then I just do it again later. I do nothing that there. Too. I used to do the freelance lunch meat. I would just eat lunch meat out of my fridge. I still do that. No, I don't fuck. I'll, I'll keep going. You know why? Because we get the lunch meat, and if you don't, if you open the lunch meat, and you don't eat it within a few days, it goes bad. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just keep eating. I do shit. that when I whenever we get. Stuff to make pizzas, and then I have leftover pepperoni. I eat all the pepperoni. I do the freelance pepperoni, bro. I had a couple Tony Soprano move. I had a couple handfuls of roni earlier today. I plan on doing that tomorrow because tomorrow we're making pizzas. Because you know what? If I'll be making pizzas and I'll spread out the pepperoni, and then I'll be I'll be taking some. If you're super hungry and you know you're going to be eating later in the day, if you just go grab like a little handful of roni out the fridge and eat it, and like drink a pop or something or water or whatever. You'll be like, oh, I'm not even that hungry anymore. If you, as long as you just... It's you like could, a standing lunch. You yeah. could really take like a handful of roni to most problems, and it would kind of yeah. smooth over whatever issues you're having. All the oil just soaks in all your thetans. And if, your, I was your like a fight, if I was like a, a fighting game character, that would be my ulti. Thetans? Well, thetans. The like the thetans, the thetans turn into roni, like a handful of roni. And then I just eat it. Like it doesn't do any damage, and there's not it doesn't do it. It's just like I want to eat it. Do you think wait, has the rap name Lil Thetan been taken yet? Because I might want to hit with that. Probably not. Lil Thetan, Black Thetan. 
No, they don't think. I listened to a, a, a three-part podcast uh, about Scientology. Was it good? Uh, it was pretty informed. Well, it was mostly about Elron Hubbard, but obviously that's synonymous at some point in his life with huh? my my. His name's out there. He did Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. Well, yeah. my, my impression of Scientology is that it's like the cult that rich people join, so like they can get away with whatever they want because all the like the cult will back them if they have legal troubles. I was strangely thinking about Scientology earlier because I was thinking of Isaac Hayes. Yeah. Yeah, that same shit happened to him. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then that there's all that shit with Danny Masterson right now. He has, like, tons of rape accusations layering up. And then it's coming out now that uh, the Church of Scientology has been covering it up for him with all their money for the past, like, 10 years, like, strong-arming the LAPD. And, and But now more and more girls are coming through and being like, hey, yeah, he raped me. And his... Uh, his publicist defense for one of them um, was, well, they were dating at the time, so he couldn't have raped her. Mm, so that, if that's your defense, then you probably was raping people. Not right? a good move there. Yeah, bad move. Sometimes, yeah, you move your pieces into danger, and you didn't realize it. Well, and they, the, like, the evidence they have about all that shit is like, he like sent handwritten letters to some of these girls and stuff, like, and there's just like insurmountable evidence but people are all like well give him a chance we gotta get proven innocent in court of law innocent before guilty like yeah but I mean he has rape allegations dating back to like 2004 <laughs> you know I've never opened a podcast talking about rape <laughs> uh, <laughs> well I mean it is a, but, it is important but here you, we are you got all these motherfuckers now getting accused of all this rape and people being like Oh no! Well, uh, the girls have the false accusations, and no motherfucker. If if a bunch of people are accusing a person of rape, that motherfucker was raping people. Well, Cosby's still on tour, so I don't know. He's yes. going. He's Mistra. The motherfucker raped a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's refresh ourselves: mind, body, soul. Um. So oh, you know real? what? Yeah. Speaking of movies, I rented four movies this week, and and uh, I was watching them. Four movies for a dollar. Yeah. I got uh, Great Gatsby. Okay. I got um, Enemy, which I haven't watched yet. I got Enough Said with James Gandolfini and uh, Elaine from Seinfeld. Yes. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Was, and then, uh, was Great Gatsby as boring as the book is? Um, didn't read the book, but okay. I didn't like the movie. Yeah, the book's bad too. Yes, boring, right? And uh, and then I rented Monkey Man Two. Yeah, which is Dawn of the Monkey Man, and I thought it's pretty good for a Monkey Man movie. Uh, I'm looking forward to Monkey Man Three, which is in 4K. So 4K Monkey Man Three, sign me up. War of the Monkey Man. Depending on when you watch it, let me know because I haven't seen Monkey Man Three and watching it. Oh, some 4K. do you want to watch uh, Monkey Man Three tomorrow? Maybe. Yeah, I might be down for that. All right, we should get some sandwiches or make a pizza and watch Monkey Man Three. You yeah. could you could buy pizza fixings. We could all me you and my girlfriend all make a pizza. Yeah. Pizza Want to do that Pizza Monkey Man 3? Yeah, sure. We'll lock that one in. Because I'm not going to watch the fucking Browns, that's for sure. I might watch my Browns, but they're terrible. Anyways, anyway, let's talk about video games. What are those? Pika sets and such. This is the Games Gonna Ride podcast, probably. I don't know. This is the Rentals Gone Awry intro to the Games Gonna Ride podcast. It's super. Thanks for asking. They cost big baby <laughs> Pika sets. Uh, what's been happening? Lots of things. The year is winding down. Most, but not all, of the games are out. Game Awards happen. We'll get to that. First, we're going to talk about 
Well, we've been playing. You want to do the, the alternate take? The swap I think around? that's I think that's the beautiful yeah. recipe that we've discovered. So oh, yeah, shit, shit don't get stale. You got yeah. Right. The, the conversation rotates. Yeah, so that way you're not talking about you know something specific that you did for 20 minutes, right? Um, Matt Farkas, but you are doing hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> about which Star Wars game you've been playing? <laughs> oh man, aren't you glad that he's not around to talk about Battlefront right no. now? No, no, I'm not because I'm actually morbidly curious. Yeah, but curious. Why did I say it that way? But well, I I do I do you sound like a Persian guy who just came to America. <laughs> I'm, morbid- I'm morbidly curious for hearing the. In- I have a curious. I I do miss Young Quad coming through, but. No, but, hopefully he's making it. But I uh hopefully. I know that if if he was coming through consistently, we'd be talking about Battlefront every week and it would be the same shit. Every but everyone's week. been talking about Battlefront. That's true. But I th- I think that's why I'm tired of hearing about Battlefront. Right. Um and it sucks because I'm sure that there's a lot of in-depth gameplay things to be talked about with it, but it's so overshadowed have by you seen how the, terrible um, everything is. Have you seen the rubber banding thing? <coughs> no, no there's been so much that. shit about that game. I kind of yeah. Apparently, I've seen. I saw one guy. He like real time documented his games, and so he was doing screenshots like time stamped, and it was four games in a row where his team won, and the other team had three people or two, two or three people every time that had no score, and he would go find them on the map, and they were sitting there. Oh in yeah, a circle. It's called AFK. What's that? What's that stand for, Matt? Away, away from, from keyboard. keyboard. That's what it is. Yeah, people are doing that. You They're go, calling you go, it rubber banding Yeah, because well. you can rubber band the controller, well, yeah. Yeah, you rubber band the controller so you don't get kicked. Yeah. And you go AFK so you can order, earn credits. But then because and it's not based on how well you do. But yeah, it's on time. That's, that's only a problem because they don't they limit the credits you can earn per day in arcade mode playing. But so, that's arcade, arcade mode is single player. This is online people. Sure, are doing sure. It. But the reason is... like. People want to just earn credits to unlock shit, and since their credit system and the progression system is so fucking stupid, yeah, um, it's like a, I it's mean, like they're stupid protests. Unless you have like yeah. twenty hours a week at least to play Battlefront, you're not going to get anywhere. Here's what I say: enough Battlefront doesn't hasn't earned the time to be talked about on yeah, this fuck podcast. That. No, fuck that game. I, I rented it, couldn't even finish the fucking thing, and I think I, I was really close. It, the campaign was some of those boring shit I ever played. I actually had a lot of fun playing the online. I just got super drunk and was just playing. I played like four hours of it straight. And I th- I, I was like, I found myself saying out loud, this is pretty tight. Like, yeah. I was liking it a lot. Um, but as soon as I returned it without beating the campaign, you know, and, and um, took it back, I thought originally um, as I returned it, I thought that maybe once it's like 20, 30 bucks or something, maybe I would get it. But the other day, I needed to make room for uh, a patch or something on my PS4, and I just deleted it, and I don't think I care anymore. Yeah, I kind of don't either, although I would just like to have a Star Wars thing. You, you know, know what? I would play the original Battlefront some more over the new one. You should. should have um, got that season pass. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens with that. But I, I um, from, from what I played... The first Battlefront is just as good as the second one's multiplayer wise. They sh- they shook up a lot, so I don't know because I didn't play enough. I played like two hours of it, and then I was like, "This it's just so defeating to well, know that well, like." Not only that, but be- besides the progression system being shitty, it's also very confusing. There's too many different things to like manage and like um, spending things breaking down 
stuff and crafting boxes and what are these boxes and even opening loot boxes i was confused about what i was opening and i always I, like sometimes it'd be like yeah, it's dumb it'd Everything's be like, like it'd be like super specific. it'd be like you have this super chance to open this box but with and i could never even really tell what i was buying with the credits or anything yeah so um that seems fucking stupid it's convoluted. It's super convoluted. It's very it's convoluted. Like class based too. And, and yeah, and if if it was simple to understand and stuff, I might not even have so much of a problem with it. But when the fundamental part of it, when I'm playing a multiplayer match and I'm going into like get my loadouts and shit or whatever, and in my classes and stuff, and I'm confused right off the bat to the point where I'm just like, well, I guess I won't do any of that, and I'll just like pick a guy and then just mm-hmm. go in there. Um, that sucks. It, it just sucks. It, yeah. I, I don't want to spend like 20 minutes watching YouTube videos about how I need to like what I need for right. to, 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 you know, to shoot stormtroopers. Well, fuck that game. Yeah, fuck that game. Well, let's talk sure. about the other games. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited to hear what you've been playing, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go straight to back to Mads Bags. Okay. So that way you got to wait. <coughs> okay. Um, Mads yeah. Bags, what have you been playing? Yes. So I, I've been away a couple weeks. No, I, I don't know what y'all have been doing with... Uh, We've had a couple bad boys. We ate a hoagie uh, live, <laughs> oh, that's, and that's a, um, that was about it. That's the way. Periscoped it. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll, I'll start off what I've been, what I played today. Just go with a hot rundown. Been playing, yeah. Um, Give me the remix album. Destiny Two just had that uh, Curse of Osiris uh, expansion come out. Yeah. So I've been hopping on that. Um, I probably I played like four or five missions of the the campaign shit on it which seems pretty cool <coughs> um could you clarify something for me real quick yeah i'm not sure if you know this but i saw some out- online outrage and i wasn't sure how valid it was but it said that they gated off some of the shit some of the shit that was available for people who didn't have the dlc now if you buy a vanilla copy of the game well okay i'm not 100 percent sure i saw that shit too yeah but i'm not 100 percent sure because i have the season pass mm-hmm um, but I think what people are complaining about is um, there's a trophy for Prestige Raid and Prestige Nightfall. Okay. And they raised the level cap requirement up for those things to level caps that are above... Unattainable what through the, the base, base game, game yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. So, like... Um, and I might be wrong. So if anybody's listening and I'm wrong, I apologize. This it's pretty is just, fresh news. This is my understanding of it. Is yeah. um, the level cap was 305 with mods basically in base game, and I think that the prestige stuff is like 310 or something. Okay. And you can't even get those unless you have the um, DLC to raise your level cap up. Okay. Which is stupid because the patch should just raise the level cap regardless of if you have the DLC or not. You should be able to level up some more, but. I also understand it because I don't know how they would do. Well, I guess it would just be changing some numbers. So, so, I don't right. know. But I, don't, I don't know enough about it. Yeah. But, um, and and that sucks. And that that's totally a valid argument. But I think if you're into Destiny and your complaint that is that you're playing Destiny still and after like you're sixty hours, out, then why didn't you buy? I mean, we yeah. we we already knew when that game came out that. It's really a ninety dollar game. You know what I mean. Well, and plus, I mean, the first one got 
multiple like, expansions. Like even the past, over like two years. Even the like you said season pass, but it's really an expansion pass for this one and, and the, the next and the one, one in the spring. But yeah. there's going to be at least There'll be like another one, three more probably. Sure, but I mean, I mean, how is it any different than any subscription based? No, kinda, it's not. It's yeah. not. I mean, you. I just didn't know if it was like really bad or what because I'm not sure. I haven't been tuned in. I downloaded the patch, but I, I haven't. I, played I can. Any s- of it. I can see how you would be mad if you had the base game and you were. St- but the way that game is set up, if you only have the base game, you've already done everything, and there's not even anything to do anymore. Yeah. So if you're mad that you're blocked out of a trophy, like it's really just like you have the base game and you're completely done with the game, but you want the trophy, you know? And you have somehow played the entire game, but don't aren't interested in DLC. And, and really, and those trophies they lock you out of, it would take like get on a Discord or something and get a or go on Reddit and get a fire team going. And you could knock out a prestige night. It's a prestige raid or a prestige nightfall, so or a prestige. Yeah, so you could get on Reddit to looking for fire teams or whatever, and you could do a prestige nightfall. In like okay, 10, so 10 that, it doesn't sound super shitty. That's the only it, thing it, I wanted if, to know. If you were really about getting that platinum, you would have had it months ago. Yeah, like for that. So, well, I, I understand. It. It, uh, yeah, but um, if you just bought it, you should probably get the expansion because it's actually pretty cool. Um, for me. You know, um, I'm not a hardcore kind of every day for five hours kind of player. I thought you were. Don't got time for that. Um, but you know, it's it adds like a new few hours of story missions and a whole new pool of loot that you're getting. And okay. they've adjusted the loot pool a bunch. And, and they I, add a new planet. Yeah, a new planet. Um, which it's it's pretty small, but I think there's. That the planet Titan in the campaign is smaller than the new one is anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, I think the biggest change is the addition of all the new loot and stuff, and they tweaked some balance things and uh, the loot system a little bit. Yeah, I need to jump back on there because I want to try that new stuff out. And I, it was one of those games where like I wasn't done with it. I just stopped playing because there were so many games. Yeah, and like I wanted to get stuff in before game of the year. And Me then, too. I, I did that. Yeah. Right, and so like I mean, I the last time I played it, I still fucking love the shit out of it. So now there's like I'm not even done with the content from vanilla. So I, it's not even necessarily because of the expansion, but just because I have a desire to play that game more. I, I like it a lot, and uh, I, I mean, I can see why people are have problems with it, but. That's by no means a perfect game, but... From my perspective, though, like, you have this game, they added at least... It's, like, at least four hours of story missions stuff to it. That's worth the $20 alone. I mean, what, do you go see a movie for 20 bucks or whatever? Who the fuck cares? I spent more than $20, like, at dinner before, you know what I mean? How are you feeling about it? I like... I, I like, like I'm, it? I'm excited to get up tomorrow and play some more of it. Like, uh... You might check I'm into it. Out. My milestones are... Well, I feel like you kind of hit a wall in the vanilla game where um, you, you would get to like 300. I was like 302 or something. And I, it was just, I was relying on the RNG of trying to get a chess piece that would drop at 300 so I could like put a five weapon mod on it to, to get to 305. And it just wasn't worth it for me just like logging in every week and doing my powerful Ingrams to maybe hope that I could grind to 305. What's the point? Because within one day of playing the new expansion, I'm at like 309. So I think they raised it to 320. I could be wrong. but um, And they raised the level cap from 20 to like 25 or 30 or something. Oh, I, I'm okay. actually not even sure. Um, but, you know, they it's uh, 
th- that game is all about the fashion and the the guns and how the guns play. You the the whole thing about Destiny is you're just going to be doing the same things over and over again. That's what the game is. It's mm. a, um and it, that's still you're gonna fun. shoot some aliens, that's, bro. That's still fun to do, and they gave you another way to make the numbers go up. So yeah, in yeah. a new setting, it's it's good for me. I can see how people have complaints, but again, I'm not a person that wakes up and plays Destiny for ten hours every day. Which that's the people that seem to be complaining about it right now. Right. Um, yeah, no, and it definitely wasn't like super strong to the point where like everything around Battlefront Two is basically a mess. But like some of the stuff that I saw in Destiny Two was just it was just there enough to where I was like, wait, is this a thing or how bad is this really? As I was just trying to get a temperature on that. So. Yeah. Well, so I thought about this a lot the other day. For me, because um, I would see threads on message boards and stuff about like. People talking about Destiny 2 for game of the year and be like, Destiny 2, they need to get that off the list. And I'm like, man, Destiny 2 is actually, I love it. And I don't even play the PvP part of it because I don't really like PvP. Um, I, it's good to me. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's That was the other thing I saw people bitching about is the the weapon that Zer has right now is uh, all over everyone in PvP has it. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. If, if you play PvP, you got gripes that I don't even relate to because I don't play PvP because I don't play it for that. But and also, I guess it kind of depends what kind of gamer you are. Because for me, like the music and the art direction and kind of stuff, like if that drives it enough for me that the gameplay is fun and engaging, mm-hmm. and I'm like wow, and like looking around while I'm playing and like having fun shooting aliens. That's enough for me, and if I'm I have like a constant carrot dangle of like loot I'm looking for and stuff, that's enough for me. But again, if you're playing, if you want to play a game ten hours a day and have it be like your thing, probably Destiny Two is not the one for you. All right. But if you want to log in every week and you know play a couple of days a week, get on with your friends for a couple of hours and stuff. It's, I mean, it this will probably last me another month until until I put it on the back burner and just log in once a week for to do some, get my Ingrams or, you know, just try to find some dope gear uh, until spring, um, which is fine because there's so many other games to play that I don't yeah. need to play Destiny all the time. All right. Well, let me get to the first thing I played, which I'm going to go on sort of like a, a hoppy Magoo here because I, ho- I bopped around a little bit. Hopping and bopping. Um, but one of the reasons I bopped around is because on Xbox they had a dinger and it was a dollar for a month of Xbox Live. And I, my thinking was it's going to be a lot of sales, it being the holiday. I might want to get something. I might want to get PUBG. I don't know. I'll spend a dollar. That's not a big deal. And then right next to the dollar for Xbox Live, they had a dollar for Xbox One Game Pass, which is their Netflix-like service. That costs ten bucks a month, but for a dollar for one month, I was like, "There's over a hundred games." Is it streaming or you download the game? You download the games. Okay. So I, <coughs> That's I did that. I spent, yeah, I spent the uh, the two dollars, got both of those things for the month, and on Xbox One, I tried out uh, a couple games, but not all of the ones I've downloaded. I downloaded, uh, let's see, Mad Max. I'm gonna pull up the. Uh, Oh, the list of games. Mad actually, Max is I, on there. I actually fuck with Mad Max. I want to get back. I have it. I want to get back to it because uh, it's the perfect kind of game. It's a game I've been meaning to play since it came out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I also am down. I have started downloading Darksiders, the remastered one, the war mastered one. Um, and then I downloaded Halo Wars Definitive Edition uh, because I never played that. And 
Then I downloaded Braid, but I didn't I didn't touch any of those. What I did touch was uh fuck. Pac-Man Championship Edition DX oh, Plus. Fuck yeah. Which was pretty cool. Um and then I checked out oh uh, shit. What was it? Oh, Hexic Two. Which oh, oh, okay. Bro, do you remember back when you first got a three sixty? Oh when, yeah. When we were in high school playing hexic at your dad's apartment yeah it's backwards compatible too so i have it on here i play i've played it the other day just uh, and, and so hexic too i remember that was one of my first memories of because that was right when like i know the ps2 and the original xbox had internet but like not for us it didn't you right know? yeah um and that was one of my first experience where i was like huh they just you just got this and yeah this it was a pack-in yeah and then it was uh achievements was the new thing then too and mm-hmm. there was they were achievements were very simple back then, but they had them for that. And for some reason, it seemed like I remember there was something with like the black, like pearl ones or something. Yeah, weird. the black pearls. I think you get like you get you make a star, and then if you can make a star out of stars, you get the black pearl. And I never did get it. I remember we sat there once for hours yeah, trying, to, trying get to get that black, get that black pearl. pearl. And it, but it, but it was fun. Like I don't yeah. remember it. Be, I don't remember thinking this is bullshit or nah, it was this fun. sucks. I remember being like, "This is tight." That like this is online right now. Like yeah. th- this is just a game that's is, like you didn't buy really. Or is this the yeah. list of games you got from this service? Um, no, this is the list of my games. So I was gonna run through some of the other ones I haven't played because okay. I played D four. I've downloaded that. Have not played it. I just Flame in the Flood. I've downloaded that. Have well, not played it. Blood Bowl two. I've downloaded that and have not played it. I just wanted to say and uh, Mass Effect one. Oh, that that game's it. awesome. Yeah. I just wanted to say that uh, thinking about Hexic back then, though, remi- just reminds me that there was a time then when um, I didn't have the Xbox 360 or anything. Yeah. And I didn't get a PS3 until like 2011. So my experience with that gen was only at your house up until mm-hmm. like then. And I was just so confused by how dlc worked or like what downloadable content was yeah like it just it's a like, foreign concept i was and I, I was trying to think the other day like why was i so confused about that like i remember like having anxiety about getting a ps3 when i finally did like because i didn't understand i was like you know there's all well, so there's other parts of the game that you have to like get like you don't just get the game when you put the uh, i remember like being very anxious and like upset about it but luckily it makes sense now and it's fine but that, that, yeah, that's actually that's, a good point because Hexic is probably most people's first like digital game, especially consoles. Because it was people. a pack in, right? Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and it was the Xbox Live Arcade. They're kind of that was my first taste of achievements too. Yeah, um, with I, from everything I remember, that game was awesome. So I'm glad that they're yeah, I'm it's glad cool. they're bringing it on. Uh, were you about to say something, Mike? Uh, no. I was just kind of like looking through this list of yeah. I was gonna games. I was gonna pull up the whole Xbox Game Pass because the one thing that I got out of all of this is that it's a pretty good service. How much is it monthly? Ten bucks. That ain't so bad. some of the big games that is they it, have because you could pay like twenty bucks for two months and beat all the shit you want. You oh, know? dude, yeah. Some of the games they have are pretty legit. Like there's there's Gears of War four on there which I haven't downloaded, but it's there. Halo five, Metal Gear Solid five. So is it kind um, of like similar to like having PS Plus, where like you can play it as long as you're paying for the service? Yeah. Well, well, it seems no. It is in the sense that you can play it for as long as it's on the service. When they get removed, they're gone. But they're they uh, tell I you see. when they get removed. Sure. They'll give you and they notice. add new shit. It's more like Netflix. 
Yeah, okay. Ah, okay. It's like so Netflix, it's Netflix, but, but you're, you're downloading instead of streaming. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's so these are all games dude. that are strictly through that? Yeah, it's over 100 games. Well, I just I saw fucking Bioshock Infinite up there. Yeah, this, it this, is the 360 version. It's not the remastered collection. I mean, but still. even so, this Lightwood is a deal, though. Well, no, it it's, really it's is. It's especially a deal if you are the type of person that doesn't isn't the hardcore kind of crowd, and you just have an Xbox, and you're like, "Well, I want to pl- try a bunch of different games because I don't really know what I like." Yeah, or know? if you just for checking out games that you never really wanted to spend money on, sure, but yeah. heard enough about, or like, additionally for like old games that you love and would like to play maybe one more time but you don't want to buy it just to you know what I mean yeah because the one game that I d- did play that I was going to talk about um, that I uninstalled um, is Record Definitive Edition oh you which, uninstalled it by the way Record Definitive Bruh. Edition is just Record yeah they didn't Definitive Edition well, anything they, well I thought they I thought what it was DLC they, in it. I thought they finished the game exactly it, was, but it wasn't finished when it came out but that's horse shit yeah <laughs> Wait, so it was because uh, my understanding when that game came out, there was a like a uh, like a, a last power that you could get that like there was evidence of it in the world, but you actually couldn't get it. I think it, it wasn't a power; it was like a um, like, like a, a gun companion power thing or something. Yeah, no, I think it was a companion because they you do have like robot companions, but like people w- would see like environment stuff that like obviously you needed a certain thing to get there and it wasn't in the game. Yeah, and I get that impression because, like, Record wasn't shit. Like, I wouldn't shit on that game, but it feels like maybe it was 11 years old and, and they it came ran out, out of money last September. Yeah. Not this September, but last year at September. It seems like it was poorly managed. It, it felt like the oldest game that I've ever played that came out less than a year, or, like, roughly a year ago. So it's that Last Guardian shit. Dude, I don't. Need, I think it's worse than that. Like it was, it was rough. It looked like an early 360 title. Like I almost. The only reason I almost kept it installed was to show you guys how weird it was because it was like there were so many like jagged edges in the graphics, and there was so much like random platforming, and like it just felt like a late PS2 slash early 360 game. Um, and I don't know. It wasn't like terrible. But it was definitely like very, very like out of date. Like, did you feel like it was just rough? Did you feel how we felt about like the Battlefront campaign? Where like, yeah, this is like a thing, but like, why would I play this? No, because the Battlefront campaign was just like generic as all fuck. Whereas like Recore was just strangely like out of date, like just out of date. It just feels like. It came. Look at look at how doesn't it look kind of like Lost Planet almost? It does. And like it's just it's just weird. Like the shooting it's was third, really oh, like it's a watery. Third, it's like, I haven't even seen anything on this game. Really. It's like a third person. Look shooter. at look at like doesn't the that that well, look like a in the way the player moves? Game? Yeah, because the player moves without physics. Like they stop on a dime and they're almost just like. The steps don't matter. They're just like floating in a direction it at the just, speed well, you're that, hitting that, your that, stick. That's a design decision between if you no, want responsiveness it, between animation. Well, you, it might you know. be, but it, it, in this game's case, I would say no. It is a lack of like all of the subtle achievements that have happened in gaming <laughs> for yeah. like the last 10 years. It's like, because some right. of it looks all right and some of it played all it right. It does look like the character is skating on ice but, when they run around. But exactly. And like there's so many bland textures and like open spaces. And like it wasn't that fun, but it wasn't like that bad either. It like does. It, it does look like it's like a. 
like an old it looks, PS2 game. Yeah, it looks structurally like, that like, a, up. like a PS2 game with like um, higher definition. So I thought it was just odd. I, d- I only played like 45 minutes of well, it. I didn't really play it. Watching, we're, we're watching videos of this right now, but it looks like something that I probably would have been super into like 15 years ago. Yeah, like I said, it wasn't even bad. It just felt dated. It felt dated as all Yeah, fuck. and that, that's the worst thing with video games, especially where we're at in the medium now is like, after even a couple of years, things feel, start to feel dated. Well, it's it's, it's just now. But things can it, hold up. Yeah, but know? but it's just now at the point where like controls control schemes from five years ago don't feel archaic anymore. Whereas like control control schemes from ten years ago, uh, there's a learning curve um, to go back to some of that. Like you, moving the camera with the shoulder buttons, kind of stuff, and. You know. That wasn't even ten years ago, though. Was it not? No, because ten years ago is the launch of the these Fuck, the like last right. gen of systems. You know, Damn. eleven uh, eleven years ago was the three sixty launch. So well, like, like fifteen years ago, I guess. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I think guess it was. I, it's probably actually like twelve. I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking like uh, PS2 era yeah. for me. Um, cause but still, back then you weren't always control. Usually, not controlling the camera with the analog stick. Uh, it it was, hadn't quite caught on yet. It was the the shoulder buttons and inverted usually in yeah. a weird way. But yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, for what it's worth, that the uh, Xbox Game Pass is a pretty great service, and I am glad I will be able to check all of these games, especially because I don't play a whole lot of stuff on Xbox, and because I missed out on a lot of the games that I actually downloaded, like Hexic Two. Like Braid, um, I've never played Flame of the Flood or Blood Bowl two, but I would gladly download them to check them out. D four and uh, Halo Wars. D four is actually pretty tight, man. Mad Max, Mass Effect one. Like I'm looking forward to this. So uh, I have not a lot of time to play these games if I don't want to pay for it. So I don't know how many of those I'll actually I'll get just, substantial just, amount just of time out. to. What Cuphead's on there? No, I bought Cuphead. Oh, okay. those are all my games. Um, so Flame of the Flood is good for like. Like I don't regret buying it because I didn't pay that much for it, and it's a game that I could like put on if I want to do like. But it's also a survival crafting. Yeah, and it's like it can be pretty fucking brutal. But it's also like it's fun in doses, so it is a game that would kind of be cool to just have on the service to boot up and be like, oh, I might play this for a little bit sure. and play it for like an hour and a half and be like, all right, I'm good, and then go on to something else. And just the idea that they you know refresh the shit enough because like. Like, I haven't played all the Gears games, but, like, I could just hop straight into Gears 4, like, for a free-ass game, and just to see, like, what the first hour or two looked like of in that, like, that's a fucking big title for Xbox, so, like, I would actually do that. If I had more space in my hard drive, I probably would do that, but, Mike, what have you been playing? Uh, well, it's been a couple weeks, so I've actually been playing quite a bit. I uh, imagine so. A lot of it is stuff that I have been playing already, so I'll just pick randomly. Uh, the most recent thing I was playing, I played some more Cuphead. I am now in the final boss stage of that. So I'm fighting uh, King... The De- last drop? Yes. No spoilers. F- um, I won't spoil anything. I am fighting King Dice or Dicehead or whatever his name is. And that is a fucking brutal ass fight. Um, I will say that much. Um, Antonio McDice. Yeah. I'm, oh my God. That's a name I haven't thought about in a while. <clears throat> um, but it's... It's good. It it's gonna be a real testament on if and slash when I'm able to get through this fight because it's tough. Um, the ones leading up to it, like I said, over the course of the entire game, I've only really disliked the one level, so it's been pretty good on that. Um, I did stop doing run and gun levels because I just didn't enjoy them that much. Yeah, and they're not necessary for your progress. They're only necessary to get like the coins to purchase stuff. But they do yield the most coins. 
Yes. But I also like annoying. still have seven coins that I haven't even spent it's, it and don't seems really like, plan on using. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're like the Mega Man style of gameplay where it's all memorization. Like you just do it over and over and over again. Yeah, pretty much. And then like a lot of the like a lot of the things in that game, some of it is based on like random generation of certain enemies or platforms. So then sometimes you're just fucked. Um, fucked it. Yeah, and it's just and it's just like I don't think that's what that game's about. And we've talked about it before how they kind of added that later on, but so it's I, I much more enjoy the boss rush. It, it's all about it, enjoying the and you're all it's all about having fun anyway. Exactly, and like they're not necessary for progress, which is kind of a godsend that they didn't make that part of it. But um, but cool that they put it in there for the people that wanted. Yeah, and I did all of them up until like the third island, and then I was just like the one of them I heard was notoriously fucking difficult. It was like put in the same tier as like the hardest bosses in the game, and I was like, I know I'm not going to enjoy doing that. So I just, no. I was like, eh, fuck it. If I and like I said, I have spare coins to spend if I ever do want to buy anything, which I don't see myself because I really like the setup I have. Um, so yeah, yeah I've been playing I, I, that. I, I can see repeating bosses multiple times because it's fun every time to watch the boss. I, I mean, at least the majority of it. Yeah. Until right when you're mad enough about it that you'll finish. Um, and, and clear it. Yeah, but platforming levels um, seem—it's a whole different ball game. It doesn't seem interesting enough. Brutal platforming levels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem um, interesting enough aesthetically to do it more than five times. Yeah, and then some of them have mini bosses on anyway. That like, if that's right. difficult enough, you're having to do this semi-impossible thing just to get to this already pain in the ass portion i just wanted to say anyone who's been concerned for matt hazel's health this last couple weeks he's not like having some terrible wheezing respiratory infection he's uh he's vaping on the mic i'm sorry i I try to move it back i uh i i I, listen i've been smoking cigarettes for like 15 years and uh i don't smoke cigarettes anymore and i've been doing good with it but um you know, I just thought it was fun. I, it I just thought it, it was funny when I heard it editing. I, I, hit, I hit that vape usually only when I'm drinking, and a lot of times when I'm here, I'm drinking. So, uh, anyways, continue with. Cup. I'm not giving myself <laughs> cancer with smoke. I'm smoking steam, I guess now. I do like steam too. <laughs> I like steam, uh, but yeah. So I've been playing that, and um, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. It's just it's a game that's easy to throw on and then play for a little bit until I get annoyed enough that now it's a kind of a little less. It's like the span is a little shorter because I'm on that same boss mm-hmm. and now it's kind of bottlenecked into like all right you're gonna go through these bosses until mm-hmm. you get to the end. Um, Here's a question yeah. for you. Yeah, are you gonna do some new game plus ass shit in this? Probably not. I think not. they offer that. Probably not. I, uh, That's not a thing I usually do. No, I don't actually even remember the last time I did that in a game. Um, and it is like one of those games where it's that counter of like, I enjoy playing it. I'm also relieved when I beat a boss and never have to fight it again. So it's kind of that weird juxtaposition of that. Well, um, at, at that point, you're you're getting your values worth. You're, yeah, sure. And, I, and me personally, I don't really replay games much at all. Because um, there's too many games I haven't played yet that I want to try out. Yeah, um, good reason. But but I think you know if if you spend if you sp- even if you spend 30 minutes with a game and you're like I don't feel this, put it on the back burner. If you don't beat that game, that's fine. Yeah, 
I mean, there's yeah, and I've games. already played this game. I think I'm on like 17 hours or something. Me, and me, it was like I paid me personally 15 dollars for it. Right. If you play a game for an hour or so and you're not like in your um, mental dialogue to yourself isn't like fuck this game's sweet. I want to keep playing it. But probably just go play something else. Yeah, because there is shit that will do that. Now, for you. now there's uh, such a gluttony of games that, like, yeah, but like in the past, like, there's definitely been yeah. times where it's like, well, sure, that's the best thing there is. But that seemed those days seem to be far behind. That it. was uh, the last time I can remember. That was when the PS4 first came out, and I was just kind of playing stuff to play stuff, you know. Yeah, I'd say like 2014, but yeah. ever since then has been. It's all right. We're, we're in yeah. a period right now where. There's so much shit between, you know, Switch and PS4 and PC. and We're in a period right now. It's heavy flow. Yeah. So, I mean, if you ain't feeling it and you bought it, don't feel guilty. Just play something different. Real heavy flow. Whatever. It's a sweet heavy flow. It's easy to get anxiety about your backlog and stuff, but really, whatever it is, if you sit down and you're grabbing a controller or a keyboard or whatever and you just start playing something and you're having fun, that is all that matters. Matt Hazel, what else have you been playing? Yes, I'm going to knock out two real quick because one of them was pretty thick. Take me a little second. Um, I went back to Hollow Knight. Okay. Which is a super rad game. It's like a Metroidvania kind of thing. The developer's super rad? With a... Yeah. Super rad game? No, it's. I think there's something cherry. I don't know. Um, Hot cherry. They're really good. But again, it's kind of... I've, I've spoke about this game on the podcast before. It's got the Dark Souls gameplay loop of, you know, spend 20 minutes getting pretty far, dying, doing it again, dying, doing it again, dying. And then by this point, you know, like, the layout of the level mm-hmm. where you're going so well that you're just, like, ace and fools dropping through just to get to the boss or whatever. And it's it's that kind of gameplay loop. Which is cool because the world is cool, the art's cool, the music's cool, the game is cool, it's fun to play. Um, and I was worried because I actually had, hadn't been since like July since I played that game. And I just booted it up for funsies. And when I did, I was worried about being lost and not knowing what to do. But I cleared that zone I was in um, and it made me want to play more of it. So cool. if that Destiny expansion hadn't came out this week, I would have uh, probably put another 10, 20 hours into Hollow Knight, um, and I think I probably only have 10 hours left content-wise in that game, besides the optional shit that's too hard that I won't ever do. Um, yeah, so, so that game's really cool, and uh, b- but it's it's definitely kind of game where you'll get to a part and you'll be like, how is this fun? Who thought this was fun? I don't think I have the patience. But then you'll, you'll, you'll clear it and be like, actually, that was pretty fun, you know? Yeah. It, it's that kind of game for sure. Um, and besides that, I also played through Night in the Woods. Which oh, yeah. I liked a lot. Okay. Um, but it does, it looks like a 2D platformer kind of game. Mm-hmm. It's a walking sim, dialogue driven thing. So, okay. Um, know that before you decide whether you want to play it. Maybe watch a trailer or something for it. Um, I was so getting you know this game confused with Flame in the Flood forever because of the name layout. I thought Night in the Woods was really cool. It has, it does the kind of thing where like, kind of the Persona thing where like you go to, like when you're done for the day you go to sleep and you wake up, but it's like if Persona was super linear, you know? Yeah. Like it gives you the option to you can go to bed whenever, 
but there's like a bunch of optional shit you could it it kind of reminds me of like the gameplay loop of the south park rpgs like the stick of truth and stuff but imagine if there was no combat in that there was another game like with another similar name that i can't fucking remember that i was also conflating with these other two games fuck no but, but i would say night in the woods is like it it gameplay wise it's like south park stick of truth but without any combat okay i that's a really um boiled down way to say it but you know you're walking you're in a town and you're like going to different events and every time you go to sleep the town will change a little bit and like your the npcs will have different stuff to say to you and then the story will progress kind of it's like a walking sim like narrative driven thing mixed with like stick of truth town exploration kind of stuff right on um but i actually really liked it a lot and i'm glad i played it because it's probably gonna be um somewhere on my top 10 this year you know that's cool sounds cool Noise. All right. Uh, let me tell you about little things I've been playing. Um, you weren't here. I started uh, Link to the Past. Didn't play any more of that, but I have been playing my 3DS, um, and I'm going to do some more bopping because I actually powered on my Vita, too. So I powered on my Vita uh, and 3DS, and I played... Uh, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing New Leaf. In fact, I bought a second copy of it. Because me and my girlfriend both kept wanting to play it at the same time. Nice. Um, Avoid that problem. And also because whenever we moved the cart from one 3DS to the other, it would like pick a random day that it set the world to at a different time. So we kept having to reset like the that time. Don't, that shit don't fly with Animal Crossing. Yeah. And so um, she was mayor of Cake Town and I was a resident in Cake Town. Uh Cake Town is nice. But once I got my own cart, I moved out. And so you literally like transfer from DS to DS. What kind of motherfucker moves out of Cake Town? Because I I took a job as the mayor of Beefland. Oh, all right. I, okay. So I see. Yeah. once I was mayor of Beefland, I was like, I can live with this. I've, I can still visit Cake Town anytime I want. And my girl's the mayor. And so I think just as a couple, we're now this like power couple of mayors. Beefland to Cake Town, got that connection going. Um, one thing I like though is that the towns are different. Like the maps are different for the towns, so uh, it's like the same basic like two three things like the retail store, the town hall, mm-hmm. the train station. Like it's very set up similar. They each have a, a beach with a dock. They each have a river running through them. They each have a special area where you plant the town tree. And, you know, residents that move in the areas. But my residents are all different. So my dude in Cake Town, who I told uh, to say spaghetti uh, as slang, he's still over there. So if I want to go see my boy is that, Rodeo. Is, it, is that Meatball Jones? No, his name's Rodeo. He's a rhino. Wait, he bought the al dente, though? <laughs> he bought the al dente. He, uh, he asked me for some good slang. I told him to say spaghetti. And he's over there staying, saying spaghetti still. But now I got like Fuck yeah, keeping them noodles wet. I got like a frog dude in my town. Uh-huh. And like some other shit. But one thing I like is not only is the town different, each town has their own type of fruit that grows from the trees. So she had pears. Uh-huh. And I have oranges. Uh-oh. So if I want to get some pears, you got to go to Cake Town. I go to Cake Town. But I can also Stick give her some oranges and oranges. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's cool. I really like that game. It's super relaxing and fun. Um, 
in a way I wasn't expecting uh, because I had no, like I basically started playing this game because she wasn't playing it. And then I got into it enough to where she was like, hang on, give me that game. And so now we're both kind of in it. And that's kind of our like, like sitting around on the couch on the weekend game where we're just like, Oh, well I'm gonna do this shit. And I also didn't think that like the multiplayer would be as good as it is because she, when she visits my town, like she's actually running around in my town and like I'm running around. And so we like, we can do whatever we want like together at the same time. And also if I unlock shit in my game, like I can send it to her, like I can send her gifts and she can send me shit that I can't get to. So she's like about to like open up a hair salon in her town because like more stuff happens at the more you like spend time and spend money in the town. So like having someone else playing a game while you're playing a game actually is like mutually beneficial uh, to the amount of shit you can do. Cause I can like, we can both like if, if one of us, I think she's building something in her town right now. So we can both pool our money together and like build it faster. And then I can benefit from what she builds noise. Uh, so it's cool. I really like that game. It's super relaxing. I like to, uh, pop it on when I'm like watching football or something that I don't, I don't need my full attention span dedicated to. Um, and then I, I loaded up steam world dig one on the Vita just to be, cause I was sorting through the Vita. I actually almost had to like, I had to boot it in safe mode because I had some error when I was trying to delete a game. That on Vita. happens to me too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I loaded up steam world dig one just because I've been playing two and I wanted to remember what it feels like. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is really good, too. And I thought about even playing some more of that, but I have so many games on my plate. So, mm. Mike, what's your next game? Wait, hold up. Before that, I yeah. got to pee again. I'm sorry. These beers just... That's all right. They go through me. You're right. good, man. So, the next game I have been playing, I'll stick to PC for now. Uh, I bought um, Hellblade, Senna with Sacrifice. Oh, I, I have also I played through that game. Oh, really? I haven't beat it yet, but I am probably near... Because I think it's like seven or eight hours. Um, I, yeah, it, how, how many hours have you played? Uh, I think I'm at like five or six. You, you're probably real close to the end. Um, that game is fucking super rad. At least yeah. uh, I, are, are I you, really like it. Are you playing it with headphones? Of course, yeah. Okay, because um, I actually didn't play it with headphones, but I have a six around sound system, so it's like the same kind of idea. Um, of like all the voices coming from multiple directions all the absolutely time. and i like it is a game that like it, it, i recommend you taking advantage of like the binaural binaural like system they use yeah. it, well if you don't have like well and even if you do i guess i was in a situation where i like you know, hanging out with my girlfriend and stuff so i can't like just sit there with headphones on. <laughs> right like a total turd on the couch <laughs> like next to her like hey shut up i'm playing right 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 um but you know um I feel like if if you have a, a surround sound setup or something, it's kind of close to to what the binaural audio is. But um, I I did play it uh, an hour or two with the headphones, so I can speak on that. Um, it, it totally adds a whole other layer to the. It is uh, really good. Like it's it's a really solid game. Um, all did the you, elements of it, I, I really like. Did you? Um, well, th- there's a so on the game. There's like the. Um, making of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that or no? But I was actually thinking about doing it after I played through. Yeah, do it after you played through it because it'll it shows you. Um, you know how there's all the voices talking to you and stuff, the yeah. whispers and shit. It like 
it shows you a recording session and there's like the microphone sitting in a room and there's like all these actresses and they're just like spinning around the microphone talking into it and like oh that's nice they're like twirling away from it and like jumping away while they're saying stuff it is awesome like it is really great and you can definitely get the sense of that because it is like sometimes i'm hearing things that i'm not even sure i'm hearing but it sounds like they're saying it and it's totally kind of getting drowned out by a stronger voice um like on every level i really like i think the game's really good like uh, i think I agree, looks yeah. wise it's fucking stunning it's one of the I best actually think games i've seen this year i was I literally about to say it's actually i would say in this newest generation like it is it's one on, of the it, best looking games in my opinion i would even say it's on par with something like horizon um visual wise does that studio still work with the weta people that's the studio it's ninja theory so are they the wet up people? The wet up? What are you talking you about? Remember Ninja Theory made Heavenly Sword and there was a big fucking deal made about the, how they worked with Weta, who is the people who like fucking animated Gollum in Lord of the Rings. Oh, I don't know anything oh, okay. about that. All right. Never mind then. Maybe um, I'm making too much of an old story. Though. The, the most recent thing they did was that DMC Devil May Cry reboot, which they got a ton of shit for, uh, rightfully so, because that, that game director, that studio, to me, some Greek word I don't remember, um, no offense, you know. Um, he posted a picture of Dante from the original Devil May Cries, like superimposed over like a Brokeback Mountain scene to like imply that he was super gay or something. And uh, always a good move. Yeah. <laughs> um, that movie's that's not an old reference or anything, right? But we've been doing that for fucking like ten years now. Not to detract from Mike, please, please go on. Um, but yeah, like the way, like especially the lighting and the way that they animate the world because it's not it's a a little there's like a bit of a graininess to it yeah but it's like super applicable and makes it look even nicer it's hard to describe but it's just a really the and the uh, the capture work for the characters is incredible um the combat is really good it's actually i wish that i almost kind of wish there was more of it sometimes yeah well they um, don't they don't tell you anything about the combat how it works really no you kind of you're like learning like she is you know right well i just learned that there was a parry like yeah, there's a parry like it's, three hours it's into super it super necessary for some yeah things. dude and it, but it's also like the window for i feel like the the parry window is perfect the dodge gives you like enough leeway and like the prep, like if, and the it feels it feels like a more like rhythm based Dark Souls or something. Yeah, it is like very like dodge hit, but it also like it's one of those games that if you get into a good enough rhythm in your attack sequence, you will literally like dominate your opponent. Because sure. there's a few times like you, you can get you can get overwhelmed from people surrounding you though. Exactly, and so there's like a positional aspect to it, yeah. and then there's like a strategic dodging aspect. But also there's like the time kind of like Devil May Cry, where like if you're hitting like attack attack if you're timing it right like there's certain enemies i've beaten without them even getting the chance to yeah, attack if you know i'm t- timing perfectly there's like three or four different combo options you have and you can kind of yeah you kind of learn where you where your windows are and um, stuff, which is cool. but yeah and then story-wise and characters it's fucking fascinating it's like like and once again i wouldn't spoil anything because that's like the huge part but like the game sure. will lie to you yeah like just lie right to your face about mm-hmm. what's going on yeah. or what how the game works even like yeah, on a I, fundamental I level you're talking about the big thing about it and, yeah and, and, but yeah. even then like the voices will lie to you about like you're going the wrong way but you're yeah. absolutely not going the wrong way Definitely. like and you're doing the right thing um and then there's the like the puzzle type element sometimes i did kind of get lost in what i was doing yep 
but they're not it's it was more like a kind of a stupid just like on a semantic level like i literally was like i didn't know if i'd been somewhere before or not not that the puzzle was confusing but like the lay of the land it's actually brilliant though because every time that you're confused the main character is obviously very confused yeah. too, because it, like just the whole presentation of it is like somebody who's like going through psychosis and doesn't know what's right. real or not. Um, and then the overlying theme is kind of like tribal, but like Norse mythology based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like it gives you these story points as you're playing that like tell you little tales of like Norse mythology, and then like uh, like the tales of the Northmen and how they worship the gods, and like even stories of the god themselves, like how Loki came to power and this or that. Dude, one of the most impressive things to me about that game and. I mean, the Game Awards just happened, and uh, um, she won something. I, I don't remember exactly what the award was. I think it was like best performance. Yeah, like, or but something. but the girl who plays Senua in that game, she was just like a production assistant or something, and they originally used her mocap as just like placeholder stuff while they were trying to pitch it to publishers. And then they actually ended up liking what she did. Well, yeah, they and, made a smart move by sticking with her. Yeah, she, she had no acting experience. She was just like a production assistant, you know, and uh, and she actually she does the voice and all the motion capture, and the face is her. It looks like her, like, and, uh, and she it's just, great. She just just the, her performance is so staggeringly beautiful and. All yeah, it's like simultaneously great. like scary and unsettling, but also she, like charming and like if if you've ever met, uplifting. If you've ever met anybody that has any kind of mental illness, like on, on a level like that, she just sells it so well. Like yeah, like I I saw in her ref, reflections of people that I've met in my life th- that are that kind of you know like um, I want to say like schizophrenic kind of um that's basically what it seems like yeah like psychosis like detached from reality and i've definitely known people like that that um were went on later to be diagnosed with like sure stuff and it's 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 that that entire thing of like making up um looking for patterns and stuff because like a lot of the gameplay is you're looking for patterns but it's like that schizophrenic tendency of like people finding patterns and things that there's no patterns there and you're like what the fuck are you yeah and you're like adjusting the map and so things that were there are no longer there once you like go through certain perspectives but like if you've ever talked to somebody that was going through something like that and they're like uh they're like well this and this and this and you're like what are you even talking about that's insane like i don't even know what the fuck but in that game it makes sense like it really feels like you're going through that because the way you're analyzing puzzles in the game world and stuff is like you're making these logic conclusions that only exist based on whatever is in her head of what is going on at the time. You know, does it yeah. make sense? No, exactly. Well, yeah, having played, I obviously I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just like uh, the the way they marry the concept of being not completely mentally rooted in reality with the way you solve the puzzles i think is um yeah it's just like vaguely mystic but also it's just really cool like every aspect of the game i've liked so far the boss fights are very fucking cool like the story is neat the visuals are cool like and they just throw in little like kind of tricks and 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 new things as you're going along that you kind of don't even notice sometimes until you come upon it a few times um the weird live action stuff with the filter on it that marries into the 
like graphics oh for like stuff. the cutscenes. yeah it's cool that's also great yeah it's like light fmv mixed but made to look in a certain way so i feel i feel um, that i feel the same way about that game as i feel about stuff like edith finch where it's like there's no way that they could guess, get this particular emotion across if this wasn't a video game. It's kind of like something that's like pushing the medium. It's like a new yeah, it's, exactly. It, it's 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 at least if not pushing the medium out, it's like the medium is extending little tendrils into other things that are important mm-hmm. and like bringing concepts in and like trying, trying to test the waters. Well, yeah. and it's like embracing the interactivity of being able to tell a story and have the person react to it. And I did look up uh, some of the stuff on the performance capture shit. Because they did work with Weta for uh, Heavenly Sword, and Andy Serkis was the bad guy in Heavenly Sword, and he was Gollum. Okay. Um, but yeah, they they worked with another studio and like borrowed some like ex- super expensive motion capture uh, performance capture cameras um, for this one, and it was sort of talking about the whole process. There's a huge article on it on Engadget that was actually surprisingly thorough and really good to skim while you guys were talking about it. So, but, uh, nice. The way I felt about that game. Um, everything we're talking about that is obviously mostly benefits to it. I didn't think the combat was that great once you get to like the end of it, you know, because you you do end up kind of doing the same shit over and over again. But that little flaw of it is so far removed from how great the presentation is that I think that it's not even like a relevant argument against the game. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I just. I was very impressed with it. And I went into it kind of not even really knowing that much, of, even really what kind of game it was. Um, I got it on sale it's, from it, GOG when it was... It is kind of a like a walking sim kind of thing with some light puzzle things, but then there's combat too. It's, it's yeah, a, it, that's what it's it, like. Mismatch. Yeah, and it's, you know, at some points it's almost like psychological horror and like... Yeah, so... There is some... Did you get to that level where the, the lights are out, basically? That's what I'll say yes. about it. Yeah, wasn't that some shit right there? Yeah, man, it was cra- it was crazy, and like I going through it, like it's just you're like on some like like daredevil shit, like right, exactly, like it. going off of off of sound, and and that's another thing. You're sometimes going off of sound, or even the vibration of the controller when you're because a big theme is like not being able to trust always like one sense completely. So sometimes she's like they're telling you like don't trust what you see, trust like what you feel or trust oh, what you hear. I actually did have to put on headphones for that one part in the dark. Yeah, I can see that. The only way to tell it would which be way nearly to go impossible is, otherwise. Yeah, but I was glad I did because I thought that that whole section was very cool. Well, damn. Maybe I should slip this one in. I, I would say if you can cop it for like twenty bucks, yeah, that's for sure. It was only thirty new, dope. so it's like yeah, thirty. I mean, it's pretty short. Like you'll yeah. you could beat it in an afternoon. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, hard afternoon. But it is. It's really cool. Cool. Indeed. Uh, Matt Hazel, did you play anything else? I'm trying to think, man. I don't. I don't really think so. I uh, a little bit of Mario Odyssey, just like getting moons or whatever. But getting moons. What's no, your moon count at, bro? I think I'm like a like 250 or like something. I'm still in all that. I got a moon for jump roping. I played a game and I jump roped with my character. And they gave me a moon. Bro, once you moves. beat the game and you try to go back, though, there's a moon f- to get, like, 100 jumps on the jump rope. I tried for, like, 45 minutes the other day, and I couldn't do it, so I just gave up. Yeah. Right on. Well, that's okay, because I got some more stuff. Um, let's see. The biggins are left here. I caught Mario Rabbids on sale. 
35 Ooh. bucks. Fun. Bought that Ooh. bad boy. I'm down to play that game eventually. Actually, I'm waiting. My, my dude Mitch, he lives like two streets down from me. And as soon as he's like done with it, he has the cart. I'm just going to borrow it from him. It's uh, It's pretty fun. I'm still very early in that, though, because I was playing it. And then the fucking Zelda DLC dropped, and I was like, hang on, I'm going to stuff in that. So, that's, Dude, that's exactly what happened with me with the Destiny DLC. It was like, yeah. I was like, had my, my claws into like two or three different games, Yeah, and then that Destiny DLC dropped. Like, well, well I mean, there's all these bright Ingrams just for me to get, so I mean... <laughs> I gotta get these shaders. I like to imagine you actually doing that in your home. Like you sat down, you're like, well, I just like, there's Dude, no point I, not to. I, I'm, I'm not even bullshitting you. I did kind of sit down and be like, well, I mean, I mean, uh, fuck, there's new ships. So, <laughs> and, I just, and then and Abby then I like gently backed out of the room and full. like, <laughs> no, she just like rolled her eyes and was like, <laughs> that's she, the only appropriate response. I, I call it getting dense, and she just was like, oh, are you about to get dense? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like kind of what are you out of your think? mouth. You know right. how you know how um, significant others are when you oh, look at a video she puts game. Up, she puts up with me watching yeah, football exactly. every week. It's putting up with it. Like yeah. you look at something like Destiny, and my girl, yeah, dude, my cats are like, always on my case. She's like, "Are you? Oh, you're about to play Destiny?" Because she knows I can see it in her eyes. She's like. Oh, you're gonna play Destiny. She knows that like the next four hours are gonna be like, I'm gonna ignore her. You, you know? looking at a, a number one sixty two and turning that into number one sixty four and being like, nice. And I'll be like, baby, look at my chess piece now. And she'll like look up from Reddit and be like, <laughs> you know. So uh, did you see this cape? It's green. It was red, but now it's fucking. But so my yeah. chess piece is dope, though. I'll tell you that. I uh, I got a little bit into that before I turned on Zelda. I'll just tell I'll t- tell you about the Switch things I did play. I finished Steam World Dig Two. Okay. Love that game. Nice. Final boss. A bit of a pain in the ass yeah. until I realized I should respec because you can respec at any point. Based Man, on like, isn't that just in general in games when you get super far into a game and you go, you know, if I started over again, I could do things. But you don't have to start over again. Okay. You can just go to the shop. Oh, you can respec. Yeah, you yeah. can go to the shop. You can respec at any point in the game, and they tell you very early on that's like, hey, you should kind of fuck around with these whenever you want. That's cool. Cause and other than that, you would just go with the safest thing. Yeah. Know? So when you're tunneling down, you'll run into caves. And when you run into caves, they'll have secret areas that have cogs in them. And the cogs are what you use to upgrade for little extra abilities on the side that can glean you towards, like, if you're trying to, like, harvest a bunch of resources or if you're trying to be, like, deadlier in combat or what have you. You know, you get... Um, different tiers for the equipment that you have and like later in the game like you start it because it was only like an eight hour game so you sort of like start hauling up a lot of money at a time you can buy whatever upgrades you want and then you can decide which gear you want to make better and then with the cogs that like the extra work that you've done on side quests finding little secret areas and stuff you can you know play to those benefits and so i was fighting this fucking final boss and i'm like this is a real piece of shit and like i, I fought it like 15 times i was like ah and then i was like i, need <laughs> I also re- like to imagine you actually did that sitting there i probably was screaming wait 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 do you ever get all right because i yell at the game too a yeah. lot even if i'm loving a game yes um i was doing like, that today like say i'm like a game is like a yep. nine out of ten i love it to death there'll be a part in that game where i'm playing it and i'm like y'all fuck this this is fucking bullshit yeah I, 
Absolutely. No, no matter what it is, because there's going to be a point in any game that you like where it could be my favorite game of the year. But you're not. Where anytime I don't win right away, I'm like, well, that was not fair. You, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. It's just conditioned. But it's I actually. But I, I I noticed it because my girlfriend usually is like sitting on the couch next to me while I'm playing or whatever. Like, yeah, she'll and, tell me to calm down. Do and it on like, her phone. And, I'm like, I need to do this. And but, well, <laughs> but like a couple days later or something, I'll be like. Man, such and such game was just so good. And she'd be like, "Oh, you fucking hated that game. You just yelled about it the whole time you were playing." Yeah, <laughs> like right. I literally thought that. No, I thought it was good because <laughs> I was playing. Um, actually, I was playing Hellblade, and I had the exact thought. I was like, I came to a puzzle that I was like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. So I just like looked it up, and I was like, I hate doing this, but I just wanted to get through it. And then I was like, I have this epiphany every game where I'm just like, every game I come to is like. There's the thing I don't like. Like every game does at least once where it's like, well, I hate that. And it's like, it never like, not usually unless it's terrible, like colors my entire opinion of the game. But it's always, there's a, I reach a point where I'm just like, well, here it is. There's the thing that's going to fucking make me like pretend mad for 20 minutes. I always, and then as soon as I finish, like the next day, I'm like, God, I really love this yeah. game. Well, I, I, always, I always try to not look anything up. But after, if I'm spending like 10, 15 minutes and I am not making progress, I'll look it up. There's, you know, if I was 15 years old, sure, I would just like. Depends on the game. I would break my head against the wall. Yeah, that's true. To do it. But in an age where I'm working minimum well, if you 40 were 10, hours 15 a week, years old, you wouldn't have the fucking option most of the time. Right. But but if I'm, if, you know, I, if I'm working 40, 50 hours a week and at the same time, like 40 games came out this year that I want to play. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there for three hours and then be like, oh, oh, it was that door 15 rooms ago that I'd like, I thought it was part of the environment and I just, I'm, and I'm just, I was going the wrong way. Like, so then every, every time I have to look something up, it's like, oh, I'm just a retard. That door was that one right there that just looks like it, it's like part of the environment, you know? Back to home base though. Steam World Dig 2. Oh yeah. Final boss fight. I was having one of those moments for like 15 <laughs> minutes. And then I was like, "Oh fuck!" Wait, I can by one of those moments. You mean you were? You, I was getting. You, I was getting mad. You as thought fuck. you thought you were doing something wrong? Like no, I was getting mad, and I was like, "This is fucking bullshit." I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Well, did and, you did you think to yourself who thought this was fun? Is this yes, supposed to be fun? Yes. Yeah. Because like the the final boss fight. This isn't the spoiler. There's like there's phases, and then on the third phase, like the floor is gone, and there's acid. And you can't handle that shit. Who the fuck thought that was supposed to be fun? But, but once you realize, like, oh, I can respec, and then I went back through like everything I unlocked. I beat him on like the second try. That's actually super dope. <laughs> so you can go back. Yeah. So I yeah, that's all I had to do, and I fucking love that game. I really do. I really think both of you should play the first, not only the second one, the first one and the second one. They're on Vita. They're on Switch. You know what? Hold me to this. Just because you're saying that, I got the first Steam World Dig on PS4. Awesome. I'll play it this week. Dude, because it'll only take you like five hours to play the first one. Sure. Together, it'll it'll take you 12 hours to beat both of them. And my girlfriend, it seems really cute. I think my gr- girlfriend would like to watch it. Dude, once you, once yeah. you played like one hour, you'll be like, oh. And then once you play like two, then then you'll start to get into like the interesting shit and it, yeah, dude, you'll get hooked. Trust I'll, me. I'll play that shit. For it's you. a good ass game. Because the the other games that I would think would be in my game of the year consideration, there's no way I'll finish any of those by the time they're all long. So yeah, 
that happens. Anyways, the other thing that I played, I finished that. I was really happy. Did a little more Mario Rabbids. Not a whole lot to talk about because I haven't spent enough time in that because the uh, Champions Ballad Zelda DLC came out and I started that. Oh, you got uh, we didn't we were thinking about buying it. We weren't sure though. Um, yeah, so the expansion pass is twenty bucks. Um, the first DLC I've largely not touched. Wait, There's a lot of extra missions so, on the side. So neither both of us beat all of the Divine Beasts, did a fuck ton of shrines. Uh-huh. Neither of us went to the castle and beat Ganon. No, I did. I beat the game. No, uh, no, me and my girlfriend. I mean. Oh, okay. Neither of us, we just like stopped playing it because there's something about, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but early in the game, you kind of look at Ganon's cast and you're like, oh, I could never go there because I'll just get one shotted if I even try. And then I just was scared Here's to Here's what I suggest. You beat the Divine Beast. Do you have the Master Sword? No, I don't. Seek it out. Yeah. Because you're missing a huge fun part of that game. Well, help me not get one-shotted by Guardians. It is the difference between you fucking getting, running away from Guardians and having like them run away from you. Like You are going to wreck shop with the fucking Master Sword. That's good news because my gripe with the game to where I'm at right now is that um, I'm scared of guardians and I don't even want to get close to them. So whenever I see one in the distance, I'm just like, I guess I'll turn the game off. Do you ever do perfect guards? N- no, because I, I think the combat system sucks. In the no, game. but perfect guards on the guardians are actually super easy. It's where you have the shield out and as soon as they fire the laser, you hit A and it fucking reflects it right back at them. Well, so anyways, well, that they, with that, they don't teach you to do that because doing perfect guards against every other they, enemy in the game is impossible. They do. It's just so early on that it's probably no longer relevant by the time you need them. There's some. I got some complaints about that. Game. Anyways, go on. This is beside the point. Do what I'm saying. Get the fucking master sword. Beat fucking Ganon. Do that thing. How how long the does DLC, it take to go to the castle and beat Ganon? Depends. It and it, it honestly how you go about it because. You could fight and explore the castle for a long time and get a lot of good gear, get some of the best gear in the game, and fight some hard-ass cool fights. Or you could fucking maneuver your way up there and not spend a lot of time fighting and get straight to his ass. So, like, I kind of did just a little bit of fights and then got straight to his ass. And then, like, the New Game Plus thing um, where that quest is still open, but I can roam about... You know, and and take whatever I grabbed with me. Cause, so, uh, well, kind of the way I feel about the end game of Zelda or getting to the castle and beating Ganon, mm-hmm. I compare it to like in real life, like oh, I need to do laundry. All my clothes are no, dirty. No, no. It's not that. It's but, not even then, that bad. And then I'm like, uh, but I, I, I mean, like there's that old shirt I haven't worn in like you're five depriving years. yourself of like, could, like not that big of a it deal. It seems like a chore to do it's it, not, but it's not okay. Anyway, and just, it's actually like really cool. Like I, to like that's the, a fun fight. Like you, a lot of that game has some things that seems like it's a chore. Um, I got to that fish that's city. Why I playing it. Anyways, DLC, Champions Ballad. They do a thing. They tell you to return to the first point in the game that the shrine you open up at, the shrine of resurrection, where the game starts. Oh, yeah. so a, a chore? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's hitting a button. Barely a chore. Um, to that, bro. Anyways, um, and they, there's a weapon that spawns, and it's like a fucking one-hitter quitter, basically. It will one-shot any enemy in the game, but the catch is, and this is a stupid catch, uh, you're down to half a life, and you can't heal. 
So you can get one shot by enemy enemy in the game while you're holding it. Uh-huh. And that is the weapon you have to use to go on the champion's ballad quest. Yeah. So like it starts you off. It's just like, hey, grab this weapon and it'll start the quest and you can go to these four enemy camps. And uh, once you, you know, beat all the enemy camps and shit, like, I guess it completes the quest. I've only done two of them so far. But, like, you beat a camp of enemies and then a shrine pops up, a new shrine pops up, and then you go through that trial, uh, which I've done two of them. And they are both, they were both different. One was combat heavy, one was platform heavy. And... It's very interesting, also frustrating because it, you hit the game over screen a lot, being able to be one-shotted by anything. Yeah. Um, but at any time, you can leave the plateau and like say, fuck it. Um, they also added a lot of ancillary shit, like a bunch of side quests. That was part of the first DLC, too. Yeah. And, and there's a motorcycle. I'm trying to get that motorbike, son. That looks dope. So, so my other problem with that game is, like, did they... I haven't played it in months, so I don't... Did they ever solve... It's so like, you know, you can get horses, right? Yeah. You got the stables and shit. But I always felt like whenever I needed a horse and I would try to whistle for my horse, he is not ever anywhere near me. So, like, if I wanted to go get a horse, I'd have to, like, go back to a stable. And, like, so I just never used my fucking horse because um, I could never use my horse. Does, does that ever change? Well, I mean. Well, or, like, do you know what I'm saying, though? Like. I always. Feel I don't like, actually find uh, horses that useful though, because I I would rather so go. So what's the point of horses then? Because they're because you can fucking art you can do archery off of them while you're going fast as fuck. Yeah, but like and you can also traverse faster. But, but but you can only use a horse if you're right by a stable because no you can well no you can if, if you can do it way outside of a stable. Yeah, well, I just would always. Every time I'd be like, yeah, this horse, I would like get a sweet horse. But you can like, like grab on a this, this horse wild is, horse and use him as sh- a throwaway. Sure, but like, why would I even do that? I well, why would you, you're asking a question like, why would you even use a horse? They're like, yeah, if you, if you want to use well, a horse. I, I want to use my horse because I'd like get a sweet horse and like, like one with like good stats and then I'd like name it something cool and it would like look dope and I'd be like, I got three yeah, horses. This is my horse, but like 99% of the time, if I'm like, hey, horse. Like he ain't no. I'd have to. Here's like, the thing. I'd have to like backtrack back to a stable and like try to get him and like get him over to the area I'm in so that he's not like with like away from like a water source from me. And then well, I then like don't to, then don't worry about the status of your horse once you've discarded him. So why would I even give a fuck about any? Just, because you could just grab a new horse. But why would I? Because the horse is because suck. you're not gonna lose it. Like okay, well then what? Like I don't. I honestly. Don't know what you're asking. Well, I just I got a horse that I liked a lot. Okay, and then I realized I could not really ever use him unless I went to a stable and like took him from the. I just I haven't used a horse yet. But it, you can use a horse outside of a stable. But it's really stupid and convoluted. You want your horse? Well, it depends where you want to go. It really depends on where you want to go. It's just dumb. I wish it was like The Witcher, where you uh, just, do. You wish it was a motorcycle. Yes, because no, I, I wish it was wish like granted. I yeah. wish it was like The Witcher, where you just hit a button and whistle, and the horse just teleports and shows up next to you, and you can just like go. That would be more convenient. I'll give you that, but it, at the same time, I mean, like I like you have so many options like for traversal in this game. Yeah, you do, but there's not ever any reason to use a horse unless it's less specific. Well, there the thing is that it's just another option. I mean, it's just not. It maybe is not. But your I want to use a horse. Well then. 
use one. <laughs> but it, it, they make it. They make it. Super I will say this: like they don't make it complicated because you can just crouch behind a horse and just hop on it, and then you're using that horse. Yeah, but I want my horse, my my hot dog. Okay, well, I named a horse Baboon, and I named a horse Javier. And guess what? I could hop on any horse in that game, almost the exact same thing as Baboon or Javier, and it's just, I can also abandon them. But but they get fucked up really easy because I've had horses and, get fucked up and on me. It's a video game horse, and if it dies, it I mean, dies. What? Why? I'm, I'm even, just saying this is something about the game that annoys me every time I play. I wouldn't it, even like, look it at a horse. Annoy me I'm like, yeah, let me get on my horse. Oh, that's right. Doesn't matter because. Anywhere you're at in the world, you can't call your horse. You would, you have to but go back to where you left. There are it stables all over Hyrule. Yeah, but not. I mean, it's too. It sucks. I, I mean, know. but you can just scale a ninety degree cliff face. <laughs> Why would anyone ever use but a horse? Not if it rains. You can't. <laughs> just end that that's, rain, bros. Yeah, that's not. Anyways, I just Champions Battle DLC. I wish I wish I could get rid of all the things about that game that I really don't like. So that I could like have. Well, I mean, I games. would say that about any game. There so, aren't yes. many things in that game I really don't like. There's there's a couple things in that game that keep me from loving it. Uh, that it makes me mad. Well, motorcycles might be the thing for your <laughs> to horse. push you over the edge. I think they that might makes be it worse. That might be your solution for horses. I don't know because I don't have it yet. But what I do know is uh, what I do I'm know is enjoying that it, game a lot. If I'm like. Oh hey, I want to go over here, but then it's raining and I can't go there, and then I just have to like still go smoke a cigarette outside and still like wait never for it to been a giant problem. That happens to me all the time, dude. I just that game fucking pissing me off. And you get me if it's great or what the fuck ever Rivali's Gale and fucking that will help you traverse area. There's like a, there's like a million options for what you're talking about. Is what I'm what I'm saying. I skip large chunks of things by just paragliding over things also any who's it's anytime any i'm about weasels. to get any i'll tell you one I'm thing i'm like oh it's raining i have to change all my that's armor such now a so i don't get gross exaggeration lighting. that's such dude, a gross exaggeration dude if you're wearing metal armor and there's a thunderstorm you have to change your armor out so you don't die yeah but that's like one second of thing you need to do and then that's done but why would i even want to do that when i'm like I'm like, oh, I'm going to go over here. That looks cool. Oh, wait. Guess I have to go in the menu and fucking change out my armor because it's fucking raining. Okay. But, well, that's not, not a big inconvenience. I just don't understand. The last time I played, I accidentally threw my torch into a river. That was stupid. <laughs> I, don't I don't know why I did that. I, I was going to shoot my bow at a fish, and lo and behold, I chose to throw my weapon I, button. I, and, guess, uh, I guess I just... Plunk into the river. I think that that... Now that I've been away from it for a while, I think that game is very mediocre and not. Oh, you're fucking full of shit, and I don't know. I just that is the opposite of how I feel. I was more frustrated than um, having a good time with it. No, you're crazy. You're a crazy person. Maybe, but Um, I don't don't think it's very good. Well, I don't think you're very good at thinking about that game. I think you're mediocre at giving an opinion about that particular game, sir. I think, um, I think all the dungeons suck, and uh, no way, the, man. I no the way. Bosses all suck, and I, I think playing it's kind of. I feel like I'm doing like errands, and uh, dude, and you're talking about someone who's played like 60 hours of Destiny. That's crazy. I That's think, crazy. I think talk. Destiny feels like less errands than like. No, Destiny is literal shrines. errands. It's a list of shit you need to do. So is Zelda, though. At least Destiny. No, it is, isn't. Like, it's an play. open fucking canvas. Oh, whatever. I'm not gonna get into I just, this now. I, I, I like, 
I played Breath of the Wild, and it's, I don't even know if it's on my top ten. I don't know. That's crazy. That's a crazy statement. Anyways, that's what I've played. Mike, I think you're the only one left. Uh, we're both emptied out. Okay. I can't believe you just said that. It's so ridiculous. Dude, I don't... No way, because you played 40 hours of that game, and you were mostly like, oh, this is a really good game. And then you were like, but I don't like when it rains. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, it's not even like well, one of the best games. The more, the more I think about it, I'm just like... Eh, like yeah, but maybe you should play it instead of just thinking about it right now. There's more things that... Yeah, I don't want to play it, though, because there's more things that make me mad about playing it than there are like, yeah, shrines are cool. You know? Like, I don't... Uh, whatever. I never even found the Master Sword. A lot and, and a lot of the good shit in that game, like you have to like, I don't have to like look up. A, I don't even know where the Master Sword is. So what am I just gonna walk around Breath of the Wild and then it's gonna rain? So I have to like put my controller down for ten minutes and go smoke a cigarette because I can't climb anything. And then that's um, nuts. That you, that's the only thing you can talk about is the fucking raid in that game. Dude, you can literally. It happens every time I'm about to go do something in that game. It starts raining, and I'm like, "Well, I guess I'll fucking turn this game off." But you can fucking can't do anything when it's raining. You can move to a different zone and move back. You can fucking wait it by a fireplace. But like, that's fucking million, stupid. Why you would you use the rest why special can't ability? I just, why, you unlock. Why can't I just climb when it rains? Why is that so hard? Because the weather just, matters in the game. Well, but it makes it frustrating and not fun anymore. And if then, you dwell on it, sure. And then I turn it off and don't play it no more. Because wow. the shrines are okay, but it's just like little isolated levels. If there was just like a list of shrines you could pick from, maybe that'd be fun. But the open world part of it just seems mostly you're just like running around being bored and then you absolutely like, not oh my god i could never uh, I, I, dude, I, I have I, never disagreed with you more I than also, this. like this is the best open world i think i've ever fucking I, played I, it i, I also and there's like literally like interesting things every time i land on something interesting there's like within eye shot something else i want to fucking do that I, I could not disagree I, more with i also shit. think all of the enemies suck and are not fun to fight. <laughs> and I also think the combat system sucks. Well, you're and a crazy person. I also think the weapon system sucks. I really... Well... I really... That game's all right. Like, it's... it's for a game you've liked up until this point, this is all breaking news, but... Uh, it doesn't I, change the fact that I fucking love this game. I was playing it I, earlier today and I, literally stopped doing everything I, to enjoy I'm, the I'm game. I'm literally thinking about all of the dungeons right now, and I can't think of any one of them that I really liked. Uh, I'm wholeheartedly totally in between those two opinions. All right, well, why don't you tell me what you've been playing? Because I think you've been playing um, that. Uh, I have been playing that. I got to that fish city, those fish men. Okay. I followed that fish prince up the river to fish town. Mm-hmm. And um, that was cool. Zora. Yeah, and so that was the... What was the thing? That, that was when you were, went into the... Uh, I had to fight one of those robots for that particular... What are they... Fucking shrine, guardians. Uh, no, it wasn't even a guardian. It, it was, was one like, of the little ones. It was like a little training robot thing. Yeah. And um, was that like one of the minor tests of strength, major tests of strength? Thing? I think it's a minor test of strength. Yeah. They have major oh, ones too. Every time it's a major test of strength, I just I usually turn the game off and stop playing because uh, I haven't run into a major. Hey, you yet. know what? Your game of the year last year, Overwatch. I turned it on one time and then I stopped playing it. There we go. That's Here fine. We, if we're just shitting on games that each other likes now for no reason, I'm not. I'm not trying to make you mad. I'm just. But you are just shitting. On, you're just shitting on it though. I just. I there's more things about the game that make me mad because it could be really good than. Um, 
could be really good, dude. It's like, all right. This is like you're clearly the outlier here. Sure, but I'm the not the entire o- world. I've been on the internet. I'm not the only one that thinks this. No one is the only one who thinks something on the internet yeah, anymore. Okay. No one is. <laughs> There's but, fucking Nazis. <laughs> but but <laughs> good point. I, no I, one is the only one. I can totally understand why people wouldn't like Overwatch and think it sucks too. So that's fine. Um, well, it's not that I don't understand. It's just I fundamentally disagree with them. Sure. Anyway, but, but, but let, let him talk but, about it. Let's not, no, let's not go back and forth for, continually. For me, Overwatch is like a 10 out of 10 game, and Zelda Breath of the Wild is not anywhere even close to that. Well, same could be said in reverse. Um, sure, good. I find them both to neither be 10s, uh, <laughs> so I'm cool with whatever. Um, yeah, so I got there and then did that one. I didn't have any arrows, so it made it almost impossible, and I had to like kind of dink and duck my way through it, like MacGyver style. Um, but that was fine because I ended up beating it, and then it gave me some more shit, and that's cool. I found more Korok seeds, Korok seeds, and but that guy's gone now. He went to some other place that I haven't been to yet. Yeah, books so you, it a couple times. So you got to go find him. Yeah, now. I got to go find him. I so think now he's in the wanna, forest. That's another thing that sucks. If you want to redeem your Korok seeds, you got to figure out where the fuck that guy's at because he moves all the fucking time and it's really annoying. I think he went to... I think I can find him in two places. I it's Because I, I looked at because he was like... Because I have, I think, one more that I need to give him. And he was like, oh, dude, I got to go. And I was like... I think he only moves but twice, wait. by the way. I just stopped giving him quark seeds because I didn't feel like looking for him. And I think I he actually like only moves twice if you find him in the first place. I think if you go yeah. to the second place first, he's just there. I, I um, don't know where he's at in my game, and I beat all four of the Divine Beasts and put a bunch of hours into he's it. He's in the like, no idea forest maze. Yeah, there's a, there's a Korak forest. I just, I just, okay. I just stopped looking for him because there was a point where I was like, Yo, I need to go find that guy. And I looked for him for like an hour, and I was like, "Well, guess I'm fucking not going to find that guy." Um, so I've done that. So I have upgraded that a couple times, and then yeah, so I like activated the first um, what you call it? What are those? The divine beast, right? Yeah. Um, is so you doing guy. the one with for Zora? Yeah, it's the, the elephant. elephant. Yeah. yeah, and I haven't even really like done it yeah like i just got there i have to talk to that old crotchety guy who doesn't like you because he's a racist is that, is that your first divine beast you're doing yeah it's gonna be the first one yeah that's the only one that's good um i all, all of the other ones are just that again but not as good and i don't even know anything about it yet all that he's <laughs> you just got a shit on every element i just you? the more i get away from this game i just fucking don't understand why everybody's like this is the best game i ever fucking played dude you my lo- life it just fucking sucks but you it's you really dirty. like like there's recorded audio of you really liking this game so that's why it's hard to like but there's also you're recorded, all at once it's like you just like all of a sudden no, don't like it there's also recorded audio of me um when i did the final dungeon on it being like yeah, I, all the bosses are just yeah. the same thing, and it's fucking. It, it's one, like the first like ten hours of that game, maybe fifteen, twenty hours of that game is like, yeah, this is pretty fucking good, but beyond that, I don't know. I don't yeah, like it. Man. I don't think it's very good. Um, but yeah, so I am ready to. Yeah, I found the big fish king, and he's fat and large. And he told me about the stuff going down, and they're making it rain. He's making it rain permanently, and there's going to be flooding, so I have to go kill that guy. Um, and that's the first divine beast I've run into. And then I'm doing because um, I ran. I, I basically picked like a point and just ran toward it. 
Mm-hmm. Not even the closest one, just the one that like first caught my eye, and then he happened to be there. So that's what I'm doing with that. Um, and I've played like several more hours and just doing a lot of cooking and then a lot of cliff climbing and so on and so forth. I finally like bought enough arrows that I am satisfied with how many arrows I have. And then I've now that I'm fighting like more enemies along the way, I'm finding more arrows and shit mm-hmm. like that. You know, um, your homeboy, uh, fucking Beetle. Is that like every outpost there is, is a cheap hookup for the arrows? Uh, yeah, and I think that's who I ended up buying the arrows off of because I bought a, I bought a shit ton, and then I had already found a shit ton because I was just like, fuck, not having arrows. And um, there's the arrow shop in Kakariko. Yeah, too. I I can't even differentiate the different divine beasts in my head because it all looks. The I same. don't know any of them yet. I just know the elephant and there's, he's sh- squirting waters. Well, I don't want to spoil it for him. Yeah, they so. all. It's all basically the same dungeon again, and by the time you do it the third time, you'll be like, "Oh, I have to you go get the map." Yeah, I don't, I, and so I don't even like. I know they're like, "Hey, you gotta get some electric arrows," and I was like, "All right, cool, let's get down." But they all look the same too when you're inside of them. Like it's just, so, um, it makes me miss. Well, you also didn't play the 3D Zeldas before this one, and so like it makes me just totally miss like how. You know, and like Ocarina and like Wind Waker and stuff, like each dungeon has its own vibe to it and its character and its own special boss, and you get you get your own powerful like, tool when you finish it. But maybe thinking of the Divine Beast as the dungeon is not the way you should do it. Maybe you should think about this section of the map because there are so much variants across the entire map to where like there are huge sections of like the Gerudo Town and the Zora Town and the fucking volcano, the Mount. Death, uh, the Death Mountain you're, shit. You're not wrong about that. But, so like, but then, I don't. But then when the part comes when you have to go inside the Divine Beast and you're like, oh, oh, I'm in this weird, oh, it's this little brown room I'm in. And Unless like, of course you I don't gotta, feel that way. I gotta rotate the brown room and to get so I can jump to the other brown platform to like, oh, and then like, uh, like, um, fart blight Ganon will come out and then I gotta fucking. <laughs> Like dodges lightning bolts that want to kill you or something. I, I just fucking. I don't know. I don't, uh, I I'm like one of like game. four people that didn't like Ocarina of Time either, though. So that could also have some like that will probably shade my opinion as I go along. But yeah, uh, I'm having fun with it, and it is uh, like I just like doing like side shit and then moving forward with main shit. Like it's a good ratio of that for me for like being able to keep myself occupied, and it's one of those games that. I can play for a long time or a short time, and it doesn't really matter, and I feel like I've accomplished it. So, um, yeah, I play more of that. And then you mentioned Mario. I played a little bit more of that. I played, like, a little bit of a lot of games. I played, like, some PUBG today for a while. And then... Um, am I missing anything? Oh, the only other game I've spent significant time... I started the story in Injustice 2. Hmm. Um, so How's I st- that? I think it's fucking cool. Like, it's a really different kind of take on what's going on. Like, it's pitting hero against hero a lot. And then, like, heroes turning to villains to help them fight other heroes. And it is like any of the... Like, um, I don't know if you played the Injustice 1 campaign, but, like, it does make you play as certain people. So, it can be a bit, like, off-putting if you don't like the characters in the story. 
that like so if they're like well this is the section where you play as green arrow and you're like well i fucking hate green arrow then it's obviously going to be kind of a pain in the dick because you're playing like four matches where you're playing as someone you don't like Mm -hmm. i haven't run into that yet because i like all the characters they've given me and then in one section they give you like you can choose between them a couple of different options and i just choose the person i like better obviously um but it's like it's a fun fighting game and the story's interesting and like kind of incorporates like characters that don't usually interact with each other that much into like kind of fights and shit like that so it's it's pretty fun i think i really like the mechanics like that engine on there like because that's the mortal Kombat engine and i like like the solid because it's so much less arcadey like the hits feel like real solid impactful hits and shit like that i mean i'm still bad at it but I'm good enough to beat the computer. That's how them games go, though. I I felt the same way about Mortal Kombat 10. You just kind of you're in it for the story to like play through it and like maybe play a few different characters through the story to see. Yeah, and I play a lot of like just one v one arcade style like yeah. match as well, like just to get used to guys. But if you try to even hop online, people are doing like move canceling and like all kinds of like. Well, see, that's the shit. difference I did find because when I played Mortal Kombat X. I played it online. I played like fucking 10 matches and I was like eight and two. And I was like, oh, like, okay, this is cool. Like I can actually not totally get embarrassed. But when I tried to play this game online, I like played the first game was like gave me this false sense of security where it's just like, oh, um, yeah, yeah, here you go. It's like a good like matchmaking. And then like it just like the matchmaking, I can just like it's fucking terrible. Like with someone that has two fights, you should not pair me with someone that has 3000 fights. Like no matter what the record is. Probably not. It's just like that should be like that to me is the most basic matchmaking thing that you should go out on a limb and say probably not. (laughs) And so like even if they're a 50 50 as many losses as wins like okay that's still like you have more experience like in your fucking pinky toe than I have in my entire time playing probably both Injustice games. So it's just one of those things where it's unfortunate that you can't. I don't know if it's because there are not enough people playing or if the matchmaking is just objectively bad on there and that they're like, yeah, who fucking cares? Just play whoever's ready. And it's like, yeah, it's not really fun at all Like because this is a one Like, it's different if you're playing Call of Duty and you have a team to be around. Like, even if they put someone high-skilled, like, if their team isn't great, they can, you know, mm. it, it levels it out. But it's like, no, this is just me versus this one guy. So if he's played this game for 180 hours and I just picked it up yesterday, why in the fuck would you have me face him? Right, yeah. So after that, um, I didn't. I haven't gone back online yet. I don't know well, if I maybe will. Maybe that's an outlier, you know? Stick. You that's know. kind of, and that's why I'm like, well, well. I think a lot of those fighting games, um, once they've been out for a couple months, if you haven't been playing it since it came out, you might as well not even try. Well, that's and, why and, I was so surprised and, with Mortal Kombat because when I got Mortal Kombat, I got it earlier this year, and it's been out for like fucking how long now? Well, sure, but none of the pros are playing Mortal Kombat anymore. They're playing Injustice now. That's probably it. That I mean, that's what I guess. Either that, or just they put a little more curation no, into the matchmaking. They, they all moved on to Injustice because that's the same. Um, it's Another the, it's, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same Another game, realm, basically, right? yeah. but with so, different characters. Um, so maybe that's it, or maybe, like you said, it might have just been a couple bad apples in a row where I was like, well, no. this is unfortunate. Because I, I bought Mortal Kombat 10 a few months before Injustice 2 came out, and I every time I went online, just stopped immediately. Like, there's just no... Like, unless you... You could go into the training mode or whatever and mm-hmm. just 
spend maybe like four or five hours a day just like memorizing combos and like practicing as a training bot or something. Yeah. And then at that point, maybe you could play online for a couple hours a day and like win a couple matches here and there. And if you did that for like six months, I don't know. I think it's a little. little I think it's your mileage may vary when you get to online fighting games. No matter what. Well, you're for doing. for injustice. That's true. For injustice two, right now though, all of the people that are super serious about fighting games are playing that game right now. Um, that, That's true. But I also so. figured those people would be in ranked matches. You never know, though. People are all about Smurf accounts and just practicing. And yeah, it could be. Although, like I said, with like 3,000 fights, you'd figure that's probably their main. So maybe they're just people that enjoy like creaming fucking new players. You've already... The game's been out a couple months now. You've already dropped off all the people that were just in it for the story and all that shit and been casual kind of people. People playing that game still now are like um, at least serious enough about it to yeah. be good at well, it. Well, plus it kind of is a little limiting in that like this game is has like a gear base to it. So like yeah. unless you play the game style, which I do, where to it's get like... all the loot boxes. Right, where it's like I play without gear enhancement because I don't have any because I just started. But you need them because they actually give you an advantage in combat. Right, well, but like if I don't have them and they don't have them, then it's just like... Right. I, you know, I don't have to worry about like, oh, he's got a level fucking 60 atrocitous with like fucking legendary gear and it's just like even if i played a perfect game i still couldn't beat you because you've got like well i've got like plus 25 percent damage on every fucking hit and it's like oh okay it's the magic of loot boxes exactly um they but yeah so i've fun for all of us played that mostly just like one player and it's fun to just beat up on the computer but it's not totally easy either because i usually just play on medium difficulty um and then is there anything else i played I don't think so. All right. Well, then we have finally wrapped on that an hour and 40 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for my uh, Zelda arguing. Uh, don't apologize. It's, it's better here than uh, spending two hours at the game of the year trying to... No, no you don't have to apologize. At least, but I can, I at, least, at least I can preemptively tell you my position on it. But I will say... That you should refresh your memory before we do any game of the year stuff, as I will with any games I'm considering for You're my right. game of the year. I should, and and I w- just did want to point out that like, uh, that's like a resoundingly like vastly appreciated game, like by a lot of people. So I'm working. It is to a s- little bit nitpicky. It is a little bit nitpicky. You're on the outside looking at. Sure, but I'll give. You- but you know. Um, I'm not saying it's a perfect game. We, we've both been super into games for, you know, like 20 years now at least. Um, we've both been playing games together for more than a decade. So when I say things, you know, I'm not just like pulling shit out of my ass. No, I don't. I don't yeah, I don't think you are. I mean, let's be real here. We're going to have to focus most of our energy in Game of the Year telling Farkas why Battlefront 2 is not going to be number one. Oh, my God. So, uh, he's going to come in here. I don't think so. And uh, I don't even know. But Well, it's going to be a stern talking to, and then it's going to be the end of the discussion. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if he even makes it. That he's game, busy till January. Guys. That game was right. not even going to be on the list as far as I'm concerned. Um, there's well, you've got games. two people in the room who actively don't like it, and then one person who is not going to play it even to get an opinion on it. So I just I I don't I literally do not understand how in a year where all these amazing games came out people think that Zelda was the best game that came out this it just blows my mind. Well, you're nuts. Anyways, that's a conversation for another day. We have 
some news that has been popping off, actually, quite surprisingly. Uh, I totally forgot the Game Awards were a source of news. And so <laughs> when when it was Game like Awards. the day of the Game Awards and like I was like, oh, shit, I should probably watch that. And then they were like, yeah, we got a bunch of exclusives. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you do. Announce a new fucking Trackmania they game. They usually do. Last year was but, dope. And I've, I've spent the past three years, including this year, um, I make it a ritual. I get super drunk and watch the game. <laughs> but, but they're long as fuck. They're like two and it's a half like hours. It's like three hours, yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, but anyways, I, I watched it, and w- they delivered on their a level of news and relevance sure. in the game industry, and they're, they've they, ramped up and respectively they so. They ten times the news of PSX this year, so... Well, PSX is sadder than it should be. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> this includes a eight-minute Death Stranding trailer, which... I won't talk too much about other than to say there's a baby inside of Norman Reedus and he gives a thumbs up and I, there's and there's big m- invisible monsters I with ke- feet hands. I kept secretly hoping that they would reveal gameplay and show it as a horror game so I could retroactively win a bet that we had like last year's E3 or something. Who? But bet with who? I think me and Was you, it one of your predictions it, or yeah, actual bets? It was one of my predictions. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About, uh, oh, I don't remember this. I think my prediction was that Hideo Kojima and um, Norman Reedus and Guillermo del Toro would reveal a new horror game. And I only got half the point because they revealed a new game, but it wasn't a horror oh, game. We'll have to revisit this. So I, I want, but, but I still don't know if it's a horror game or not because they didn't show any fucking <laughs> gameplay. So well, well in two years you'll know at least what kind of game yeah. it is at when least, it get, before uh, it gets released. Two years after that, by the time PlayStation Five has been out for uh, like a year or two, <laughs> we might finally see a gameplay trailer, and then it'll get canceled once he gets fired from Sony. So yeah, we'll see. Um, then the next thing that happened, they did a brief from software teaser that looks to be. Uh, that's definitely Bloodborne, Bloodborne 2. 2. Yeah. Everyone presumes, and I do as well, that that is what it is. If it's not Bloodborne 2, then um, that's probably a bad business decision for them. So To make another game that looks like all of those games. No, it's, it's Bloodborne 2. Think about money-wise why they would not make it Bloodborne 2. Can you think of a reason? Because I can't. No, it makes sense um but they didn't say it and they haven't confirmed it so that's sure. that but they did announce the it is the dlc for zelda and then release it that night which was sort of like the fucking icing on the cake as far as like boom here it goes because they hadn't even had a date for that it's always Best nice to game get of those the year times. that that zelda that game with the all the shit that sucks oh it? no no no, no. <laughs> enough of this enough of this um, then they announced uh, Bayonetta 1 and 2 were coming to Switch in February and that the Bayonetta 3 was in the works. That was the tightest part of the conference for me because uh, I, I bought Bayonetta 1 on PS3, but that version of it is dog shit. I, I got like seven missions in and just could not deal with like 15 frames per second, stuttering, unresponsive control, just bad. It and then... Then Soul Calibur Six was announced. Yeah, that was cool too. Uh, in I the thought Valley- it was a reboot, a reboot at first because they just put the word Soul Calibur up, and then they waited like thirty seconds before they had the six. Come yeah, on. that was when I was like, kind of like not paying attention to the show while that happened, and then I was like, wait, did I miss Soul Calibur? And I did, <laughs> so I had to watch it after the fact. Um, this game called In the Valley of the Gods by Campo Santo, the people who made Firewatch. Also, out. I'm very excited for that. 
That's all right. It's uh, it's set in Egypt during the late 1920s, so it's an interesting setting that's not uh, often explored, yeah. unless you're this year's Assassin's Creed. Uh, but even then, not the time period, but Egypt. Totally um, different time period, yeah. Uh, then, uh, let's see, what else was there? Oh, maybe the worst name for a game I've ever seen. Uh, for a game that actually looks like somewhat decent from the people who made Payday 2, uh, there's this survival horror game that's like online group, so it kind of looks like Left 4 Dead a little bit, but like with aliens. It's called GTFO. Oh, yeah. Real bad. <laughs> Oh boy! That I is, they, I wish they would not do that. That's, that is one <laughs> of the like, shittiest titles I've ever like seen. That's like calling your band LOL, or that's like calling your band LMAFO. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> you we see where they are a year later, two years later, um, swimming in it. They're, they're, they G, they GTFO. You know what I mean? They're forty year olds with like faith tattoos. They have to look for real jobs now. That's sweet. Yeah, um, that's what I hope to be when I'm forty. Uh a couple other games I actually don't remember. One called Fade to Silence. It's a um, wintry post-apocalyptic world. The guy, the guy that from the team that made Brothers with his new PlayStation game. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, no, no! Super wait, wait, out. wait, wait, no, 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 wait. That was, uh, I think it's is it Joseph or Yosef? I think it's Yosef. Yeah, it's Yosef Ferris. Ferris, F A R E S. I don't know how you say it. My, um, my first thought was, went off is a, this dude wasted? And then within ten seconds, like. Oh, he did a lot of cocaine. I don't know, because he's had a weird energy in past conferences. I think he just does a lot of cocaine all the time. Could be, but also, Cause he's like, he was like, fuck the Oscars. The Oscars give a fuck themselves and give them the middle finger to the camera. And then he was like, EA fucks up. EA fucks up a lot of shit. But they've been really good to me, because they're publishing his game. <laughs> it's, he was like... So sort of explaining, but, he's like, "I'm not talking about all this loot box shit." But there was also on. there was a leaked uh, there was a leaked press release about that game, um, where in the press release, can you hear me? My headphones cut out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was a leaked press release where one of the bullet points was Yosef, very great energy, but watch out for controversy. Yeah, I saw that, but that <laughs> so, but. Um, no, I think I mean, that it's I, kind of a loon. From my perspective, as somebody who has done tons of cocaine and been around people that do <laughs> tons of cocaine, my immediately I turned to my girlfriend and was like, "Yo, this dude is yayed out." And I looked back at the screen and he was like talking really fast and he thought he was saying very important things and he was saying a bunch of nothing. Like, yeah, this, this is real yayed out. There's a distinct possibility that that was the case, but there's also the possibility it wasn't. And uh, I thought it was actually one of the highlights of the show because it was really distracting and weird. I thought it was funny, and it was funny that that dude was on so much cocaine. Also funny that he was shitting on his own publisher while simultaneously like, like being like... And bragging about his own game. Well, he was like... He was like I don't care what, if the entire world tells me my game is shit. I know it's good. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I, so don't get I'm, me wrong. I like the guy. And I don't even know if I like the guy, but it's just, I, I like the guy, and I also don't see any problem with doing a ton of cocaine if you want to. It was a real debacle. But that was a guy on a ton of cocaine <laughs> talking to a microphone, and Jeff Keeley looked super mad about it the whole time too. He looked like he was trying to get get the show on the road. Yeah, but. I thought it, I thought it was, but hilarious. that game also looks fucking incredible. And I, uh, Brothers of Tale of Two Sons is 
easily one of the most emotional gaming experiences I've ever had in my life. Uh, and uh, I look forward to that. Yeah. Um, there's some player unknown shit that's uh, coming out of early access Miramar. on December 20th. Um, sea of Thieves is coming out March 20th. No one cares. Uh, plays Dreams got another trailer. Dude, the and Dreams come trailer out actually 2018 for a game that I thought was gonna be canceled silently. Um, that Dreams trailer actually looked pretty crazy. Yeah, no, it, it looked. I didn't think it was gonna be canceled at any point, but, but um, it looked completely different than anything they've shown already about. No, it didn't. So. It just they showed. They showed a concrete game in addition to the shit that's like creation. That, that's tools. what I mean. The, f- before it was, but like they've this, sh- if you've th- sought that shit out, they've shown stuff they've like sh- that. They, but everything they've shown up until now was like kind of an abstract, like this is what we could do with dreams kind of thing. And then that trailer was actually like fifteen different gameplay styles wrapped into one about how you could make your own levels, kind of a continuation of like little big planet level creations, but like. Instead of just like, yo, these levels are different. It's like, yo, you can make any genre you want, it, which is the vibe I got from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it looked cool. Um, speaking of A Way Out, the Joseph Ferris game, uh, that's coming out March 23rd. So another game of that, uh, or another date for that. Then uh, Witchfire, which is by the Vanishing of Ethan Carter creator, is a f- FPS um, that was showed at the... At the Game Awards, a new trailer for also, that. Also, shout out to them for getting that best narrative because... They didn't get that. That was Edith Finch, not Ethan Carter. Oh, I, I, I thought you said um, Edith Finch. No, um, no. Ethan Carter. Ethan Carter's whatever. But yeah. sh- also, shout out to the Edith Finch people for getting best narrative because uh, I think that that was well-deserved. Yeah, and then they announced a 50 versus 50 mode for uh, that Fortnite Battle Royale that's going to be coming, and uh, that was most of it. I'm not going to get into their awards because I don't care uh, about their awards at all. In fact, it seems like they don't even care about some of their awards where they just kind of rush past and like list five of them off at some points during the show. It's a whole production. I don't know. Take the good with the bad. It is what it is. You know, you only do so much. It gets yeah. better every year, so at least there's that. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. Well, plus, like, just if you're becoming, like, a source of some of this really big news, like, that in itself is kind of cool. Dude, if you you even go back a few years ago, there was literally, like, um, they're doing some award, and they had a guy in a full military uniform with a gun come out, and they had another guy in a military uniform, like, laying down on the stage, and the guy, the guy number one I'm talking about came out and squatted down and squatted down and teabagged the guy on the stage and it was like a whole bit they were doing about teabagging. Yeah. That's poop. we went from that to like what there is now, which is a fucking generational leap. Baby you know steps. I mean? Yeah. Fucking uh yeah. Last year they had like a random YouTube dude stuttering while he was fucking Introducing a segment, he was no hoop god. At least they brought. What was back that doing? No, that was E. That was E3. Never mind. Yeah. At least they brought back I Justine because everybody loves her. Yeah. No, there was a there was a Mr. Reddick was with her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was so pissed because I love Lance Reddick and I saw I Justine. I'm like, who the fuck 
likes I Justine. I don't dude, know who likes I Justine. Every, dude, who Wait, doesn't? Lieutenant Daniels was Lute- there. Lieutenant Daniels was with I Justine. Yeah, and who was? I don't know what I Justine is. Oh, so. She's a YouTube lady. I guess. Oh, okay. She's. It's like our I Carly, but she has a different name or something. I no, don't know. she's just a lady who puts things on YouTube. She sucks. It's. Just, doesn't she's matter. rich. Off she has nothing. She's to do no with fucking Lance Reddick. If there's a weird Wait, she doesn't name have... for a person and you don't know who they are, they're from YouTube. Well, okay, that's a good. Also, I'll use that strategy going forth. I don't understand the I Justine thing because as far as I know she really doesn't have anything to do with video games right she does like unboxings and stuff for like tech and like video games and stuff too I thought she was like a um, she does she's like the all encompassing like, like media sh- she, yeah I, I think of I Justine as like she they do like she's just a face I, f- I think of her as somebody who like arranges people doing the Harlem Shake at the mall kind of thing Nah, she does mostly like soul of of what I've seen, of what I know about. I, I just here, let's do I Justine segment here real quick. Okay. Uh, of what I know about I Justine. Okay. She does like videos like oh my god, I got a new iPhone and guess what? Oh. I've had gold put around it and then I like it and then she like talks about how good it tastes. So she's totally qualified then, to present with Lance Reddick best game narrative of the year. Yes, qualified in the sense that these award shows are kind of like Dog a bunch shit. of drooling yeah. garbage. But, but <laughs> well, that's a good image. I like the idea of garbage drooling everywhere. As I've pointed out, um, they're far better than they were even like four years ago. Well, they're better than they were last year when they had fucking Run the Jewels performing. Dude, what well, fuck you? Run the Jewels is sick. Oh, they were terrible to watch. No, dude, this I is Breath of the Wild all I over again. I very disagree with you. No, it I was, fucking Run the Jewels. I'm Jules. also well. Now we're talking about music, which is the ultimate subjective thing. Run the like, Jewels. I is... think it sounds lame, and you're like, I think it sounds nice, dude. The Run the Jewels, all three of the Run the Jewels albums are in my top 20 best hip-hop well, albums. To me, they looked really lame, and that's where I leave it. Fucking love Run the Jewels. Well, Again, it's I LP and have no Mike, strong dude. opinion Ugh. either way about Y'all are RTJ. Fucking cr- I would like get up and leave right now if I drove here and bought some Run the Jewels. <laughs> you would leave over Run no, the Jewels? I, I, I'm being hyperbolic, but... <laughs> But I, th- I think, I think saying someone run- tried one of wait, our wait wait I, no I think saying run the jewels is lame is a way worse offense than saying that Breath of the Wild maybe isn't that great. Well, of course, because you're on the opposite end of the spectrum, dude. F- I, that blows my run the jewels is fucking incredible. I don't know. I was watching it and I put it on mute because I couldn't stand it. Dude, so you are fucking. You need well listen to their album. We'll or something. save this for the run the jewels podcast. Run the jewels fucking is. Amazing! Oh my god! I won't run with any jewels. LP and Killer Mike. Tell you that I'm gonna slowly walk with all jewels for the rest of my life. I I hardcore walking with jewels. It's our new side project. I hardcore fuck with run the jewels. I fucking love run the jewels. I'm glad you've got the Hatchet Man tattoo on you right now. It ain't even nothing like that. (laughs) I do love run the jewels. Anyways, Game Awards better this year than last year uh, because of the absence of run the jewels. You don't like run the jewels, Jesus Christ, dude. I've heard one song by them and I don't like it. Like, Dude, it, if you watch a, a song or two, you'd be like, oh, actually, this guy's a Probably not. Song. I don't listen to rap anymore. So. Dude, they're good. I don't. They're yeah, really that's like good. where I'm, I'm like, oh, it's hip hop. L- so. But LP's been a big producer for like the past like 15 years. Like he. And yeah, Lincoln Park's all over the scene. Dude, no. Dude. I'm hip. I'm hip. I'm about to get mad. We need to stop talking about <laughs> Don't get mad. Run the Jewels is really good. 
Well, I mean, you literally do know that you're stating just like your opinion, though, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, sure, I, I, but like then there's no defense. Sure, of like, like, you literally a, can't be right but, because yeah. it's just but your opinion. There's literally no way you guys could listen to like Run the Jewels. Yes, too, there and, is. And be like, no, but there is. That's yeah, the point. Because that's what's happened. And I will also I've already done give that. you the heads up that we're not the only people that have listened to Run the Jewels and not really no, 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 no. like them. That's not what I said. I said there's no way you could listen to an album like Run the Jewels 2 and say this sucks. Yes, there is. Well, I wouldn't even say it sucks. I'd just say I don't like it. Well, yes, well, well, but it doesn't really matter. Yes, there is. I would think less of both of you if you listen to that album and were like, this sucks. Well, all right. Then well, go ahead. But guess what? And like I said, well, I mean, wow. so we're on a... Like I say, I, I'm not going to say it's because like it's whether... It's my opinion. So, like, it's sucking is not what I'm saying. Like, I don't like it, and whatever they do, like, if I don't like it, I'm not going to try to like something just because. So, but, if I don't but like do it... do you not like it, or have you not listened to it? What the music of theirs that I've listened to, I don't dislike, but I don't actively like it either. Like, there's... I, Y'all I crazy. I listened to it and didn't pursue it beyond that. Wow. It's the, there's no wow thing about it. It's just a difference of opinion no, in music. Is. From the jewels is sick. All right. Well, you have got you're too far gone. Is what I've come to the conclusion is. You're Maybe too- I am, but I also think <laughs> Run the Jewels is some well, of the sickest shit I ever. Okay, heard and life. you're allowed to think that. Right. But there's a lot of We're shit. Not, I'm like sure I'm not even I saying think- like trying to say that like you're wrong or anything like no. that. Like I admire your passion for it. I just don't have the same passion. No. Yeah, I love that shit. I think it's so good. Anywho, uh. That's the Game Awards. PSX has just started today, and I didn't really keep up with anything. Although I did see that they're doing something with Wipeout that's bringing it to VR. Don't care. They got some game where this like it's like days on, and there's like there's zombies that's like liquid or something. Or... Don't know about that. And then there's the I was, remaster. I was, I was joking. I was talking about Days Gone. Okay. Which looks like The Last of Us if it was poopier with like some like physics or something. Yeah, I, I have no idea. That that game is unimpressive. It's crazy to every see every time it, I've seen all it. these people on forums and stuff like just wait till they drop days gone on them. <laughs> oh, you mean that game that looks bad? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I agree. From with Sony that. Bend. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. But then there's the, the Shadow of the Colossus remake. That looks fucking good as fuck i'll play that that comparison video they put out brought back uh brought back some memories and uh, i haven't even seen that but impressed me the trailers that they have shown of that game let impressed me, pull, me already let me just pull it up silently in the background oh i gotta go drain the loser real quick all right bear in mind i've spent five minutes total maybe ever listening to them and i really didn't like it to the point where i shut it off sure and, and that was my I think, lifetime i think experience. you probably got a bad impression though like if or i just don't really like rap music anymore that could be man see that's more Give, where i am it's just like i really like next time you got you're like what the fuck am i gonna put on just put on that album and and, and judge for, after a i song, will you'll know if you like it or not but you know? it's very okay two things one you're speaking to a person who has extreme difficulty finding music I actually like. Like, really, really hard time because out of all the recommendations I see online, like, usually I end up liking, like, less than a tenth of them. So, I just don't like that broad of a swath of music either. So, I'm going to think shit's lame all the fucking time. Dude, um, but... 
But I did Indeed. think they were lame, and I'm being 100% honest, just, not not being antagonistic, because you didn't even say you liked them before I was talking shit about them. So. No, 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 I, I totally agree, but I'm just saying, man, they're so good, in my opinion, to the point where, like, you'd be doing yourself a disservice to not even try to listen to, like, a studio. Maybe. You like a lot of bands songs. I don't like, though. So Yeah, but dude, they're fucking... It, it's, like incredible like there's not a lot of things i'd use the word incredible about but run the jewels is one of them they're like a super group like it's lp and killer mike like but i don't like super groups anyways dude, um but it is good trust me trust me where were we we wrapped up on the shit that happened well we were talking about how psx really didn't do shit and then you mentioned but they kind of told us that it wasn't about to do shit so. but i didn't i didn't i really didn't pay any attention to it so i really don't know if they are did we anything. recording by the way I, d- I recorded just because I thought the okay, conversation so was an, ridiculous. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, okay, as good. soon as he came that's back. That's fine. So. You, you guys know I, I love both of you, and if you don't like shit, well, like, right. that, that's fine. But <laughs> that's I, it, that's I'll totally argue my point. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the difference is like there's no contentious feel. Like, we, like you're not sitting there getting actually no, mad, and you, like you, Brian's you, not getting mad, and I obviously y- don't. Y'all are still my boys. I know there's some shit I like that both of you would hate anyway, but I was shocked at the run of the jewels because I feel like that says it's a universal appeal in my opinion um you know if you listen to an album i mean a live performance of a rap song is always just people doing karaoke in my opinion (laughs) (laughs) yeah so live rap is hard it's really hard to yeah it's hard to tell um, to enjoy um unless you're there at the concert when it's a totally different thing you know no i think even or like you're fucking high as shit yeah, yeah, or drugs come and play, or or depending on what their like um, video production part of their show is, or like stuff. it's like your little cousin and you really support him. But but regardless, <laughs> uh, j- just so Whoops. we're just so we're clear, I love both of you just as much as the day I met you. Um, no matter what kind of music you like, <laughs> yeah. probably my, like more. My opinion on you hasn't lowered since the Breath of the Wild stuff. But then, uh, but when you did do the Breath of the Wild, so yeah, like I definitely like respect was lost. And but like other th- other than that, we're still like really good friends. <laughs> hey, other than like totally disliking you now, like it's pretty much the same. <laughs> hey, <laughs> for you, Garthoff, who I've known for a very long time. I would say we generally meet in the middle on most of our game opinions, but we both do have some outliers um, yeah. of things that I think are like there might be games I think are super tight, and you're like, nah, I don't like that. Yeah, like Final Fantasy 15, which or I like, may never play, again. or like any <laughs> Devil May Cry game, game, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's it's, it's what it is. It, it's different strokes for different folks, but I also hate that I just said that. But we both know yeah. where each other is coming from, um, experience-wise with stuff, so. It's it's kind of a nice reminder that even your best friends um, might have starkly different opinions than you on certain things. You know, it's a life experience thing. I guess. Indeed, we just grew as people, <laughs> motherfucker. No, we've di- we've disagreed many times. Yeah, no, it's not. Past. It's it's fine. Not that okay. Although. Less, I don't think it as much on this podcast. Well, no, that's not true because we had a whole like episode where it was just me and you, and we were like, "It's not working. What this fucking next system's gonna project Morpheus is gonna be?" And then we <laughs> yeah. bet like fucking burgers on it or some shit. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, because uh, we got we got you, hot. No, the bet was that they were gonna release it this year at the time and there was, you were like there was so much shit you said they weren't gonna release it until like now when the scorpio came yeah. out that yeah. was that was what the bet hinged on yeah well yeah and because they were already doing a vr headset and i was like yeah like they're gonna do a vr headset a slim version of the system and then a whole another system on top of that and that's and what was, they did and that's what they fucking did yeah so sometimes that shit's hard to predict because uh 
in my opinion, they probably should have waited the year and made a stronger system. Should have waited on one of those things at least, yeah. you know. Like, well, obviously not the slim one, but like, I mean, VR just, yeah, the slim was fine, but get out of the they market. They probably should have waited on both of those things. If the if the pro and the VR one, headset came out this year, they would have had something against the Scorpio. I actually think shit. they were smart getting ahead of the Scorpio with the pro because Maybe. the pro seems so after the fact and like it's it's out in stores now you could just buy an Xbox One X I, like you could you could just buy one I wish I knew tomorrow. the perspective of not having a gaming PC hooked up to a TV in my living room you know where like you know if a, if a game is coming out and I want to play it at 4K like well there it is mm-hmm. you know but yeah it, sure it, if I didn't have that option I probably would be getting an Xbox One X right now I guess, but even I then, there's such a limited amount of those games but that, keep, like... But keep in mind... But then, like, in the games of the future... Keep in mind, I didn't have an Xbox yet. Yeah. So, I, if I didn't so have... So, if it's a, your first Xbox... If I, yeah. Well, and if I didn't have a PC already, it'd be Cuphead, fucking Halo, Quantum Break, like, you know, Forza, all the shit that's only yeah. available on PC and Xbox. Oh, totally. And for 4K and shit, I have a 4K OLED TV, like... That's the thing is now totally copy. There's no longer really like super big reasons to like be in one camp or the other. It's kind of just like what little reasons do you like the most? And it's it's kind of nice for me because I I I won't even lie. I used to be a hardcore Sony fanboy, and I would find pleasure in uh, like when Xbox had all that DRM shit going on. I was like, yeah, fuck you, Xbox, like secretly (laughs) to myself. But the reality is. That's stupid. <laughs> I, rem- I remember wanting the Xbox One to be cool, and that first thing I was in an Arby's, and I like got home as you do with Arby's, and I was like, "I'm just gonna eat this Arby's and not watch this now because it had already happened, and I saw it was just all bad news." And I was just like waiting for my food, like scrolling through this, like none of this is good, huh? Just sports and online and uh, Call of Duty, eh? Oh, that sucks. Like, I wanted this to be good. But uh, I digress and connect. But now... Let's not forget that. I mean, I I used to be a super Sony stan, you know? And I got a PC and... Now you're a PC stan. Well, no. For probably the first year I had a PC, I was definitely a PC stan. Just because it's so different and, um, you know, it's it's a different environment to... It's a different way to play games to be able to customize it that much, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Which I still think is super cool. But now, I I want a reason to buy an Xbox. Like I I just like the technology. I like having systems. Like I got money. Plus they fucking... they do some good shit. Like I said, that Game's Pass. Like yeah. that's that's yeah, a pretty yeah, novel yeah. little For thing. Sure. Like I like that. That's actually like the first thing that's been talked about. Really, that's made me like. Well, consider... yeah, their back like is pretty excellent. Like they they put the original Xbox games out on. Like I understand it's only like thirteen of them right well, now, see, but like they're they're breaking ground on areas that others are not, which is important. Sure. E- so. Ever since I expanded from just PlayStation to like PC and having a Switch and stuff, now I'm like rooting for everybody. Like yeah, whenever no. whenever anybody has an announcement, I'm like yeah, go like go games. You know like yeah, ooh, you I too. Really don't yeah. Thank Christ. Two, I, yeah. I really don't have any allegiance. <laughs> Yeah, I maybe want to vomit. I I don't have any allegiance though. Besides, um, if something gets announced like, and it's just for Xbox One and not PC, um, which is then you hate it. Which Which is nothing now. But that doesn't happen and hasn't happened for the past few years. So, if they did do it, I would hate it. But I I guess just the point of what I'm talking about right now is it's really easy to fall into being a fanboy for something because it just is. Um, 
But it's also really easy to realize that that's stupid. Yeah, I agree. It's good. It's good to be self-aware. <laughs> I mean, not for yeah. the fucking machine. That's hey, terrifying. Just try to grow every day, you know, learn some more stuff. I was all about that VR shit for a little bit, and then I was like... Dude, I, oh, that's the thing I forgot to talk about. I got that... Um, it's paranormal, paranormal activity something something mm-hmm. yeah. on Oculus Rift. Actually, pretty crazy. It's uh, on P- it's on PS4 too. Is on PS4? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, I, I it was on sale on Oculus, so I bought it. It was like half off. Um, pretty crazy. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I haven't cool. finished it yet, but I'm like another session away from finishing it, you know. And uh, I I'm the kind of person I can only play VR for about an hour or so before I'm like. You know, then I'm like gonna go cook dinner with my girlfriend and like watch TV or something. You know, I can't, I can't just stand up in our living room and wave my arms around for like it's four uh, hours. Well, maybe yeah. you could. <laughs> I think maybe try it out once. It's definitely a, a weird, like, di- like you do kind of have to get yourself into the mood to play. For yeah, it, totally which is weird. Because you have to. Well, even for me, it's super simple. Like my headset's always set up. I can just like. Go it's, behind my couch and put it on. And this is simple too. It's just I don't like. It's never my. It's never as good as just sitting down. Sitting with down the on the couch. Yeah. Especially yeah. after a long like I'm on my feet running around all day long and I'm just so tired when I go for it. I don't not feel like because of all the games like I have left for this year before we do our game of the year stuff, which is only a couple of weeks away. Like Resident Evil Seven is one. Like I actually I'm going to go back and play more of that. And like if I do like it enough, like I could beat it. It wouldn't be that. It's not that long of a Dude, fucking game. That game is dope in non VR. You should do- totally play it. But it's fucking awesome in VR. Yeah, like, I know. It's not even like bad. It's just I, I wish it would come out. On, I'm actually salty that. It's exclusive to PSVR because I think it would be great. Um, PSVR yeah, too. Yeah, we need to dig back into that. I, uh, I also started um, playing Res Infinite again earlier this that's week. That's cool too. Yeah. Dude, that. And I I hadn't played VR for a while because like, my house had got robbed. I had to move and all this shit. And I had to like get all my VR set up in a new house. Well, that's not canon for this podcast. I think we said you fell in love with your mom. Yeah. And your dad sure. kicked you out. Whichever one that is. Um, so let's so I no retcon at, at, my new, that out. At, at my new house I had to like run wires from my PC like to behind and to the dining room where my I'm doing VR stuff at and it just like took me a while to get my setup good and stuff um, and and then a bunch of games came out that weren't VR games that I had to play mm-hmm. you know so I, I hadn't got back to it for a while um, but I played re- uh, the first level of Res Infinite again earlier this week and as I was playing it, I just remember thinking to myself, oh, fuck, I have one of these. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just like shit's whizzing past you and you're like moving around. I'm just like, oh, I'm so glad I have this. And uh, and that's when I, I, I ended up getting drunk in that paranormal activity game. And I'm playing it while my girlfriend's watching me play it on the on the monitor, you know. <laughs> and she's like, no, baby, don't go in there. <laughs> it's Watching people play VR like on this ancillary screen is always pretty entertaining, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the social screen. It is really VR is. As soon as I started that paranormal activity game, and I immediately got the feeling where like I explored the the area of the house you start out in, and then I was I knew where I needed to go, and I was like, oh, I don't want to go in there at all. And then I just kind of made myself, and then something happened, and I'm like. Well, I guess I have to keep going because I bought this game. But it's it's uh, the sense of presence that that shit gives you is is pretty scary and cool. 
Okay, Gentiles, we've reached it. It's Romance. Oh, yes. Now, not too long ago. Romance. Romance. Not too long ago, episode 105, we started off the GGA VGHOF Games Gonna Arrive Video Game Hall of Fame. Oh, and we bringing it back? We inducted our first round, but video games have been a long, out a lot longer than the podcast has. So That's right. I think it's Only time. a little bit longer. Just at like uh, like a week, a fortnight before. The first peak of sets. And uh, we're going to bring a second wave of uh, of Hall of Fame candidates in. Oh, I'm so happy. To induct. Do you guys remember our first Hall of Fame class? I don't Mario. remember the class. Okay. It was Mario. It was not Mario. Lil Peep. RP. <laughs> he got uh, in. Uh, Wait, it was Mario. It was Solid, Solid Snake. Did he make it? Pretty sure Solid Snake made it. That sounds right. And then uh, the straight piece from Tetris. Okay. And then I don't remember if there was one more or not. We'll have to revisit the tapes. But let's bring in a whole new gaggle. What's the category, though? Is it, is there is it no category. Characters? The category is video games. Sorry, I just farted. It was loud. It had to happen. I don't think it would have. You just kind of outed yourself. I, I was I was stuffed with pizza earlier. That well, that's fine. You know, I mean, we heard it in person, but I don't think the listeners heard it. It might smell. It. That's why I'm warning you. Oh, okay. Well, I'm so far away from it. It just doesn't. I'll embrace it when it wafts to me. Yeah, that's for Mike then. Uh, <laughs> so we're ready for a second batch. I would like to pull a double hammy, switch swap, swap swap swap. Right, because I was listening to the V, whoa, the GGA VGHOF. Sure, as you do. And Mike had nominated the start button. And the more I, I got to that. thinking of it, we kind of, I maybe me personally, because I think I was the one who like kind of cast the sh- the shadow on it. Maybe an overlooked thing because Nintendo, Xbox, and Sony no longer using the start button. In fact. The last system that I think used it, uh, and this is, I don't know if the Wii U actually had a start button, but was the Vita for me. Dude, I think they're all going to eventually, like, next go around. Well, maybe they won't, but I think of, so there's new start buttons, right? There's plus and minus. Plus? Menu and options. Just for start buttons, there's plus for the Switch. There's um, options for the PS4, uh-huh. and then there's whatever symbol thing is on Xbox. I don't know. I guess that's menu. Yeah. Um, I think of all of those as the start button, though. And then I also think of the other Xbox button with like the squares on it that's not the select button. It was view. And that's the select button. And uh, But share is not a select button. No, share is not, but... The touchpad is the select button. No, it isn't. It is. It usually brings up your map. I get. I guess. Yeah, I'll concede that. And the minus button is certainly the select button, because the switch has a separate button for share. So I would just like to nominate first off the star button again, because I think in retrospect better than I thought it was. He's okay. getting. In. I, I I'm with you. I'm I'm with it. I feel the start button. Uh, I miss it. I think knocking on knock knock knocking on. I think store. having yeah. 
the the only thing I don't like about the DualShock Four is the options button because why? Why isn't it the start button? No, just the name of it. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's all kind of stupid. Um, right. What do you want to nominate to the hall next, Mike and or Matt? This is all video games. Yo, you know what I want to nominate? It better not be the Resident Evil guy again. Resident Evil 4 merchant. Oh, come on. I thought he deserved a spot. <laughs> He's already... What are you dismissed. buying, stranger? <laughs> He's been dismissed. Oh, what are you selling? He's off the premises. He's good. Uh, Excuse me, sir. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I want to nominate good or mediocre, at least, licensed games. Mediocre um, licensed games. <laughs> not not mediocre. I mean, there were some good ones. Licensed games in general. Uh, I mean, games we grew up playing, a lot of them were licensed games that weren't these like AAA bangers and right. shit. <clears throat> which is a, a market that's gone away almost completely. Can you can you give me a specific license? Um, sure. How about stuff like um the Activision Neversoft Spider Man games on PS One. Also, the the first Rugrats game on PS One was pretty good. I did um, play that. I remember that too. It's yeah, good. shit like the Toy Story Two PS One, a Bug's Life PS One. Okay, my I'm and not fucking uh, on PS Two. The Spider Man Two game was. I'm not disagreeing good with you, but in the spirit of Hall of Fame, it's like a specific thing. Or, but how can licensed game not be a specific thing? Because that's like a concept. That's like a type. But so like, but like, if you said Aladdin, that's Se- another one. Sega for a, like Aladdin, Sega Genesis Aladdin, that should be in the Hall of Fame. Then I would be like, that's a good argument. Yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, like, but, but but okay, so Genesis Aladdin falls into what I'm saying, where that was a collaboration between Disney and and Sega at that point, where they were actually sending animation cells from Disney to use in the game. Yeah. Um. I don't. I I want to just go like licensed games because it feels like a museum piece. Because nowadays, but we're building the museum. But but we are. But now nowadays, though, licensed games are just shit they'll put on a phone that uh, some dumb studio you never heard of will crank it out in a month, and then it's just like a you know microtransaction like clicker kind of thing. I, like that Simpsons game or whatever? Yeah, like, well, whatever. Like, licensed games is, is pretty much over or, and ended after the PS2. The PS2 generation was the last generation of licensed games really being, like, uh, having a chance to be good games. I don't know. Farkas seems pretty happy with Battlefront 2. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? Like, like movie-based, TV-based licensed games... Up through the PS2 generation, yeah, I just think a lot of like, them are good. Simpsons hit and run, you know, like for a Hall of Fame specifically, though, it's like a specific thing that gets it well, inducted. I don't know. Then that that was my idea. All right, that's not a bad idea. I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't think we should dismiss it. We'll just still discuss it. Yeah, yeah. start button because start button is a button after all. Yeah, just I I miss the concept of like, um. And we were the perfect age group for this kind of thing. Seeing a new movie or TV thing come out and get popular, and then having an equivalent game like imagine yeah. like like Stranger Things is super dope. Cool. First of all, wait wait wait. wait. Imagine we, dragons. Sh- no fuck that. Can can we all agree that Stranger Things is like a cool show? Yeah. That we watch. Like imagine if this was the fucking 
early 90s and the, there was a Stranger Things platformer that actually ended up being pretty sweet. By the way, there is a Stranger Things mobile game that is pretty sweet accordingly. Like it's, it's I, free. I, I know that, but imagine if there was a Stranger Things game on taking, a console. Yeah, yeah, on console, and that's the kind of I think my category here would be that makes sense. Celebrating the death of of the the console licensed, you know, okay property. All right. Do you see do you see where my arguments going? Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it has always made sense. And like it is kind of like you said, like rather than an object, it's more like a concept. So as a concept, I think it's a single thing if you think of it that way. I suppose. That's how I. That's how I was thinking about it. Just like as like, a con- like as a concept. Everything I'm talking with. about has been relegated to mobile games and and doesn't get nearly the resources and money and and development time that these sort of games would have gotten. Um, right, right. Yeah, I feel you on that. Um, <clears throat> mine was going to be also like one that could encompass multiple things, but I wheedled it down. Okay. Uh, Got to wheedling. I wheedled because I, as you know, as you do, as I'm known to do, I'm, they call me the wheedler in certain circles. Uh, I went with the Konami code. So I was going to go with like kind of cheat codes in general because that's no longer a thing. Uh, and I think they're fucking awesome, and I, I miss them, and I think they were, like, a super important part of, like, gaming coming up. Like, I mean, you used to, they used to sell fucking literal books that were just game filled sharks. with them. Right, or Game Sharks or Game Genies. Well, that- technically, um, that should still exist. There's a new Game Genie for the PS4 and stuff. What they do is they edit save files now, so... Well, that's why I'm more specifically talking about, like, the cheat codes themselves. Because, because... Because what the Game Genies and Game Sharks did was they actually altered the code of the game to give you... Right, right, right. They altering the ones and zeros in specific... So you're talking about built-in cheat codes. Yeah, and specifically like with the Konami code because it like spanned over several games and did different things for different games, including like it was most famously used in like Contra um, for like the 30 lives but, and shit like but that. But not in Contra 3 for some dumbass reason. Yeah, that well, game's yeah, way too fucking hard. I feel like that's why they did it on purpose, just to make it more difficult. Um, but yeah, so uh, like cheat codes in general, I think are like a cool concept. But that one is kind of like mm. the f- forefather of all of the other ones that came after it. Well, um, cheat codes in general are a strange origin because originally that thing start. It started out with cheat codes being like level skip kind of stuff, and that was all um, codes. They're called cheat codes because they were put in the game by the developers. For the for testing to be able to skip levels, it kind of predated like game saves too, because you, exactly. you could uh, jump into a game and you didn't beat well, the whole thing, so you could enter a number well, to pa- pick up where you left off. Yeah, codes predated that. But as far as cheat codes go, like unlocking all the weapons or like, or God mode or yeah, th- that all stems from development and um, you know before you could just like open up. Um, uh, an engine on the PC and like type like in. debug mode. Yeah, um, you know you'd have to like hit a button combo to like, and there's still secret shit like that in games coming out now. Rarely, where I think they just found one in um, fuck, they just found one in Mortal Kombat. I think it was Mortal Kombat three. I I might be wrong. It's one of the old Mortal Kombat games. They just found like a debug mode that nobody had found until like this year. On, on the arcade version to like get in and see, see like statistics and stuff 
That's they, pretty fucking cool. They would always just try to pick things that were really hard to do, but people would always figure them out. And that's that's what cheat codes originated from, was developers being able to go in the arcade and like check stuff or or mm-hmm. for playtesting reasons to be able to, you know, like, oh, well, I walked into this wall and it didn't crash the game, but what if I equip this gun? Like, you just give yourself, you know. But And then we had, you know, the, the PS2 era where... Um, Cheat codes were so well known already at that point that it became a bonus for players to have cheat codes as a reward, and then that turned into DLC. I wouldn't put them one to one. Or with cheat that codes mostly went away completely. Yeah, but because like DLC, some, some aspects of cheat codes became DLC. Stuff like big head yeah, mode. And, well, and, there's shit you know, now that you can buy yourself out of. I would even say DLC. I would say microtransactions. But now, like, I don't know. To me, like, the term DLC is more like an additive thing. Well, well, and before, cheat codes used to be, because um, this is before you could just, like, put a game in your computer and data mine it and find everything that's on the disc and all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd have developers seeking in uh, secret Easter eggs and, like, like an NBA jam if you typed in a certain... Um, initials for your character it would be like maybe one of the developers with a backwards hat jumping you know like cool stuff like that um which is mostly gone because there's no reason to it's just a a different medium than it was yeah all right i will go with my next uh candidate for the ggavghof it is the memory card okay Stellar. I'm with that. We're long yeah. past the days of memory card. Um, Dude, the PS2, PS2 memory card? card was 8 megabytes. 8 megabytes. Um, but there were several systems that even the 360 supported memory cards. Yeah. Um, so it, it was a Dreamcast had the VMUs. On. Yeah, little dupes in the controller. Xbox also put the memory card slots in the controller, the original Xbox. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a uh, long gone are the days of memory cards. Yeah, it was this like fascinating like mid step between shit being saved on a cartridge usually, and then now where it's like well everything has have a, has a hard drive. Well, uh, or the SD card. Memory yeah. Memory cards were just big low file storage SD cards at the time. Or yeah. if you want to think about it, they were little tiny external hard drives that you plugged in. You know. Yeah, I guess so. Ooh. Oh, tiny external. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if that totally invalidates everything. Anyways. No, because was, it's its own concept. I mean, no, when I think about a memory but card it? and it has a memory storage limit, I, I I think about memory cards as being external hard drives that you plug into the thing. But they were just saves. But but at the same time, yeah, you know, it is fundamentally the same thing. It's the same thing, yeah. So, Yeah. It's just we thought about it differently back then because it was it was new. But we thought about it differently back then because the other thing didn't even exist. Well, yeah, and, and the idea of having well anything besides a game save on a on a little hard drive was, I mean, it would be too expensive for anybody to buy. But know? nonetheless, a memory card was a very valid or novel concept because you could set quickly swip swap uh, into a friend's system. In a way that you really can't any longer. Unless you'd have to go to your friend's house and download your save from the cloud, which actually works pretty fine because 
your save file is actually takes 20 seconds to download so it's not that bad but, but it's not always as streamlined as simply plugging in and no, playing it's not, something because and it's different like, depending on the game too yeah well in a great uh example of this is me and ron used to play a lot of 2k and uh we would well we still do play a lot of 2k but we would export each other's teams onto the other person's systems and then play our own single player teams against each other and it was very fun and then one year it was like can't do that anymore uh because it's like user protected information well also and and games started protecting saves to where like save sharing was no longer a thing that you could sure, do because of cheating but because of cheating and because of bullshit brian reasons. i think you're onto something um so the coolest thing about memory cards that i really liked mm-hmm. was first of all the icons on the <laughs> data blocks yeah and then when oh that's right and, i remember that and as you got further along you would have animated icons mm-hmm. right are you sort of following my train of thought here and then i guess a lot of games did this well before i talk about that something like um metal gear solid the first one which would read your memory card as you had it plugged in mm-hmm. and then it like psycho mantis if you had been playing konami games he would say like oh i see you like castlevania you know what i mean yeah reading your memory card out of the system, which I guess could be done with a hard drive. But where I'm going with the icon stuff is, um, did you guys ever play Tekken 3 like a bunch when it first came out? I yeah, was, I owned Tekken 3. I was super into Tekken 3. And actually, the because um, this was early days of the internet, you know, mostly, you know, like Angle Fire and GeoCities kind of sh- text-based shit you know and you never know it was real or anything because that's the way the internet was back then but the save file on your you could go into your memory card block on the playstation one and tekken three and it would kind of give you hints towards what you should be doing in the game mm-hmm. more like um if you had everything unlocked besides dr Boskanovich, if you highlighted your memory card block for tekken three it would say play tekken force mode because if you beat tekken force mode you would unlock dr b Right, right. You know? And once you had everything unlocked, it would just say new battles away. So then you knew you had everything unlocked in the game. And I think there was more games like that where if you would highlight your save file, it would, like, tell you what you needed to do next to unlock more content. Which is not really a thing that exists. No. Right. And, and, and the, <laughs> the thing I missed the most, I don't know if you guys... So... Um, did you ever experience deleting save files on um, like PS2 memory cards? No, oh, yeah. They were animated, and when you would delete them, it would make a different animation. Like I remember the first Onimusha game. It was the main character, Semenosuke. It was like mm-hmm. a little chibi, you know, like chibi. Like uh, they, look, <laughs> they look like Funko Pops. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Funko Pop is just like chibi a l- art. little chibi um, Semenosuke from Onimusha, and he's like, you know, like, depending on how far you were in the game, he would have different gear on. But if you went to delete him, if you if like you highlight delete and it's like delete yes or no, he'd be like crying. <laughs> you know, there's like tears coming out of him because you're gonna delete this. I don't know. I don't think I ever noticed that. Yeah, there's a lot of cool little shit like that, or like how um, the original PS2 when you would boot up the PS2, you know, all the um, like 
squares. All the translucent cubes? Uh-huh. They would be that would depends on how many blocks of memory you had on the memory card at the time. So like if you took your memory card out and booted it, there wouldn't be any squares. But then the more data you filled up on the memory card, there would be more squares on it. I always thought that was horseshit. I don't know if no, that's, that's true. It's totally true. I tested it a bunch of times okay. when I first figured it out. Because I had two memory cards and the one that was full of shit, I would boot up my PS2 and there'd be like 15 cubes all like coming out at me. Mm-hmm. And when I would take it out and put the one with nothing on it in, there would be like one cube, you know? I don't know. So, memory cards, another candidate we have. Because, and, and then if you want to go into the GameCube manager too, that's a whole nother, like. But I think PlayStation did the most crazy shit with different memory card icons that would react based on what you were doing with the data in a way that was um, irrelevant and is completely lost to time now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a way that uh, is... It was one of those things where you would get a new game and I would kind of go into my memory card file and just look and see what the stuff they were doing with the icons was, you know? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, and then, and then beyond that, um, they made all kinds of stickers for memory cards and, and labels and stuff. And uh, who's it? Is it on? It is Mass on. Packs? Yes, for your for your nomination. GGAVGHOF on me. Well, uh, I guess my big one would be the Wavebird. Oh, the Wavebird. The Wavebird. The Wavebird. You're not familiar with the Wavebird? Mark? It is the wireless GameCube controller. Yes. Oh, okay. So it was uh, the only, or the first officially licensed controller wireless by controller. console manufacturer that yeah. was wireless. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that's fucking super dope. I didn't even know that. There was there was a couple PS2 ones that were okay. There was a Logitech one that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but... The the wire the Wavebird, it was like the Logitech ones. It was a a different like a third party PS2 controller, you know. Yeah. It wasn't the Sony one. Right. Whereas the Wavebird was the official GameCube controller, but with just no cord. Hmm. Um, and it was the first. The you know it, I I actually remember very vividly, um, being able to play Smash Brothers or Mario or whatever and being blown away at the fact that like I could be laying in my bed with my controller on my chin and just playing like 20 feet away from yeah. the TV. Yeah, dude, that's an exciting feeling. You know, because they, they definitely made them for the PS2, like that Logitech one. Yeah. But I think the vibration was a little bit different in them or something or maybe it didn't work or... I don't remember that, I but I just remember... I, th- I think it was at maybe even after the fact that like the GameCube one already existed, maybe. Yeah, the GameCube... Because I had the wireless PS2 ones that I really liked. You did. Them. I remember that one. Yeah. But I, I remember there being like one or two like little like tiny quirks with it that just like... Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't the same as having... Uh, it wasn't the same as if there was a DualShock you could use that right. you could wirelessly Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think the WaveBird... Kind of was as soon as that came out, and that became the standard GameCube controller for anybody that was playing GameCube. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have four Wavebirds if you're playing Smash Brothers or something and having people over all the time. And uh, as soon as those, you know, 360 and PS3 came out, it was wireless all the way. And I nice. think Nintendo definitely started it with that Wavebird. Yeah, yeah, cool for sure. Seems to be. So I think that goes good choice. There. I back it. Um, 
my next one, we haven't done any characters yet. Right, surprisingly. So that was this one I had had loaded up. I wanted to start a little obtuse, which is why I went with the uh, cheat code slash comic code. But I'm going to elect one of my favorites uh, and a classic, Scorpion. Ah. Um, he's kind of like, for me, like the prototype fighting well, character. Actually, if you're going to do Scorpion, you got you to use Scorp slash Subby. No, I don't think so. No, I actually thought about doing him, but I think... I like Scorpion better, like as an overall character, just because he kind of became not only the face of that franchise, but also kind of became his own thing. Even beyond game, like the get over here became a thing that even transcended just Mortal Kombat. Um, and like he had a kind of a cool move set to master and was the fucking like demon ninja from hell which was always like a cool narrative for him wait wait so, so i like where you're going with this but i think you can't acknowledge scorpion without acknowledging subby so i want to combine that into how about the original mortal kombat song this a whole separate thing from scorpion uh <laughs> I like how you're like always you're like uh, yeah but, but is but, it but that song makes me think of both of those characters it makes me think of a lot of great things. Sure, yeah. But Scorpion makes me just think, like, I think him himself, like, he was my favorite character to use, and he's kind of, I mean, he showed well, up in Injustice. He's got that He's got that toasty uh, fatality that's iconic. Right. Um, yeah, man, you might be right. And then in the movie, he, like, was one of the fucking, like, enemies that they had to fight, and he had a really cool, I mean, depending on what you think is cool, because I love that movie, yeah. but, like, scene in the forest fighting Johnny Cage, and, like, going into hell eventually. And you see his big white eyes and he's like behind the tree. Right. Shit. And then he yeah. takes the mask off for the reveal that it's just a fucking dirty skull underneath it. And he's like shooting fire and opening his hand to shoot fucking cords with living creatures out of it. Also, he's voiced by the creator of the game. Right. And it's just like, so he like, and I, I feel like he was kind of one of the first characters that like when i played mortal Kombat, that i really gravitated towards and to me became like the th common thread through that series of like usually when i play tested a mortal Kombat game i used scorpion because it was like all right he's the standard if i can like get down with scorpion i can get down with this game see that's why i say you can't say scorpion without having sub in there because i feel that way about sub-zero i mean it was close for me i just like 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 sub-zero and scorpion are such a like, I would even say the thing that would go in the Hall of Fame is, like, the rivalry between Scorpion and... Like, both of those characters together. Because the, you you can almost never have one without the other. I don't know. I, th I think I'm more going for the Hall of Fame to be, like, the traditional type of, like, almost sports Hall of Fame where it's, like, individual accomplishments and shit. Like, like Sub-Zero well, okay. was actually... Did go... Because Sub-Zero, like, could earn his own spot. Versus Scorpion That's for completely saying. different reasons. If so. Scorpion's going to get in there, Sub has to get in there too, for sure. I don't know. Well, but not so necessarily the, now. The, no, so, like, I, do, that's what, I, I think not. The Subby slide, dude? Eh, dude but, okay. Well, if you want to nominate Sub-Zero, that's a whole I, different thing. I will nominate Sub-Zero. But Sub, like his success is not like... Because Sub-Zero had a game that was like named after him. Yeah, the franchise, but then up. like... Well, yeah, but I'm saying that was like the point in which like Sub Zero was like a huge part of that franchise, 
like to where not like and then Scorpion's face has been on like everything and it's like more synonymous with Mortal Kombat now than but so is Sub I think no I think I think Sub Zero is just as synonymous he's been in every game and he's been in the forefront even in Mortal Kombat 10 he's one of the main characters in that story he's always one of the main characters he's one yeah he he's as much of a main character now as Scorpion is like him and Scorpion are like the two like main constants in that series, the ninjas. I think you can't have one without the other, and, and their rivalry goes back so far. Like both of their backstories involve one another. Like you would have no Scorpion without Sub Zero. Well, if you want to preemptively, I'm not. I, I'm not doing Sub Zero if All we're right. gonna throw Scorpion in there. Cause, All right, because they both. It's like um, like who's a good rivalry? It's like. There's not Gretzky and De La Hoya. Maybe. No, that's stupid. Uh, it's, 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 At least you knew. It's just, it's just that they're like the whole reason for Scorpion being who Scorpion is. Both of their origin stories involve each other. Yeah. Like, uh, was Scorpion killed Sub Zero's brother, and that, and then they became rivals, and then they've, for the past thirty years of Mortal Kombat, have been. Uh, you know, rivals and work together too. Um, once Scorpion got free from the outworld influence or whatever and re- realized revenge was not his, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Scorpion and Sub Zero is like, um, it's like Ken and Ryu. Like, they're, I don't know, but I think even more so than Ken and Ryu. Where like, no, yeah, I definitely like, think that because like, I think Ken is definitely an also ran to Ryu, right? But Scorpion and Sub Zero are totally unalike in play styles completely. But anytime you bring up Sub Zero, I think Scorpion. Anytime you bring up Scorpion, I think Sub Zero. You know what I mean? Like, I can see that I, I it just I, never I, was that way for me. Like I kind I of got separate those into two. the weeds and Sub Zero once they were like, "This is Sub Zero." version two and this yeah. is sub-zero without a mask yeah and but this is actually he, he, his brother like, so it's he, even in that mortal kombat movie one of the best scenes in that movie is scorpion and sub-zero fighting each other they you don't know. fight each other in that movie yeah they do no they're both ninjas hired by shang Tsung. there's a f- scene that scene in the woods they're f- no I they're fighting so. with each other at one point yeah okay, but not against each other but it's really short just but, on the boat but besides that movie anyway all, all of the lore and all of the games is like based around basically like Scorpion and Sub-Zero's relationship. It is true that like they are, I, I think they based are based around it, but it's constant. It, it's, it's a constant, it, it's a main theme in that series is like, yeah, the Link wave versus, um, Shao Kahn and, and Scorpion's Scorpion was a servant. Yeah. Their Shao fate Kahn. definitely is like intertwined throughout it. Yeah. I just like, I, well, and there's things that are super iconic about Scorpion, like the get over here and uh, the teleport punch and stuff. And then there's also, on the other hand, like being able to freeze somebody in ice in a fighting game was the first time that ever happened with Sub-Zero. And then he also had the subby slide. You could you could slide under people and or freeze the ground and make them slip. And, and that was, you know, they were the two magic-using characters in the yeah. game that were... Um, um, like the supernatural shit. They were must picks. You right, know, like, true. I think they go hand in hand. So I would like to see them going together, but we could set them in separate too. But if one's going in, both of them are going in as far as I'm concerned. Well, well, well. Uh, one final nominee then, I guess, coming from me. 
Oh, shit. Um, I think I'm going to go... Again, we're going more like high concept this time around than characters. With fruit. Why Just is it that fruit? like in every game... Wampa fruit? You picked up fruit for like our entire childhood. And yeah. now you don't really do that ever. Not unless it's like specifically like... Like Pac-Man had like cherries and strawberries and I think shit. it started with Pac-Man, obviously. And then and then well, Crash Bandicoot obviously had the one fruit. Well, like you just well it's, it started with Pac-Man with the fruits and stuff. And then to the old Castlevania games with the, the drumsticks, the chicken. Yeah, Mario had mushrooms, <clears throat> but like fruit. What happened to the fruit? It comes from Pac-Man. All, all those games used to have fruit. What games? All those young, like, well, like fucking random ass platformers mm. and shit. Like Aladdin had apples and shit. You know, like fucking Donkey like, Kong Country had bananas. You were picking yeah, up. Yeah, there, there was just like some fuck ton of fruit in video games. I think the fruit was more a result of the narrative they were telling than, or just it was lack like, of like fruit was the same as like coins are in Mario or rings are in Sonic. But or, I think that's like what he's saying is like, why in the fuck was it fruit so? Why often? was it fruit okay. and where did it all go? Well, it all went into Fruit Ninja. They took all of the fruit. Oh, boy. And they fucking... That What's was the it. But does the I've fruit need to go in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> What's the difference between that and like... Uh, so it started in Castlevania with the, like, the chicken and then into like Final Fight, into like Golden Axe, into like fucking Tekken Force mode, picking up the chickens, you know? Because I think you still pick up food occasionally for like... Yeah, but, but like... But like fruit is a collectible. But all the games I was talking about was like, Straight up fucking food's health in Castlevania. Oh, you're talking about if it was health. You're it's like a collectible in a lot of games. Yeah, of older games. Well, maybe it doesn't make it, but I just wanted to give it a shout. It's a fruit. Good, it's a fun thing to think about. All right, so there we have eight. Now, how did we end up with eight? Did uh, I, miss I think out Crash on Bandicoot one? was the big one because the Wampa fruit. <clears throat> it started out in Crash One and Two. It was just a like coins are in Mario. Mm-hmm. But once you get to Crash 3, about three quarters of the game, spoiler alert, if you haven't played Crash Bandicoot 3, Uh-oh. then stop listening for about the next 20 seconds. Um, People might do that because <laughs> of the insane trilogy. All of the people that listen to this podcast that don't know who we are. Everyone everyone <laughs> listening to it is doing that. Um, so, so in the first two Crash Bandicoot games, it's just like coins. But in the third one, once you get the bazooka, it actually becomes your ammo too. Oh. I don't know that. Never played Crash 3. Yeah, you actually have. And any, now I never at, will because it's been spoiled. I <laughs> <laughs> should have turned it off for 20 seconds, Brian, you idiot. In Crash 3, about three quarters through the game, you get the bazooka. And you can, anywhere you're at in a level, you can bring up the bazooka. And it's just like a little cursor you can move around and fire Wumpa Fruit at things, like wherever they're at. And that goes by your Wumpa Fruit um, count, which is basically, your, you know, if you get 100 of them, they give you an extra life kind of shit. Mike, did you nominate three? Because I have the Konami Code and the Scorpion. Did you do another one? Oh, uh, no, I didn't, I guess. Oh, did you want to do the last one? I think we're good with eight. Okay. We have Start Button, Memory Card, License Games, Konami Code, Wave Bird, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Fruit slash Food, I guess. Um... Let's get three of these bad boys in the Hall of Fame. I'd say let's get rid of the fruit slash food. Immediately. Okay. Yeah. 
that is a good thing to bring up that's fun to think about though and then we mike what, what move do you want to make hmm wait read them up again Start button, memory card, license games, Konami code, wave bird, scorpion sub-zero. Let's get rid of Konami code. Okay. Okay. So, that's good. Matt Hazlett, move you want to make? I We have to get rid of one more? We have to get rid of three more. Read them again. Start button, memory card, license games, wave bird, scorpion sub-zero. Start button, memory cards, wave bird. License, license games, games, Scorpion Sub Zero. License games, two. All right. Okay. And then there were four, five, and so we have to get rid of two. So it starts getting itchy in the crab spot. Uh, start button memory. Card, I think bird, start Scorpion button Sub-Zero. should be the, the in. I think start that's button in. should make it. Yeah, okay, right. yeah, because that's a previous nominee. Yeah. So that is officially second year inducted. of eligibility, right? Start button has been inducted. Okay. So memory card, wave bird, scorpion, and sub-zero. Two of these uh, will make it in. Two of these will not. I would... Because of, I think, how I like feel about them, I like the idea of... And not how I feel about them, how I feel about the other two. I would be cool with cutting scorpion and sub-zero. Mm. Because then you have waiver, which is like the beginning of wireless, which without that, what fucking world are we living in? And then the other one is, I think memory for me, memory cards is behind start button is my second favorite because it's such a, like I have such fond memories of that. And although it is, does act as like an external hard drive. It was also just like for that thing. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, I could take my external off my PlayStation, put it on my computer, and then put it on an Xbox, and then put it on... You know what I mean? Whereas, like, getting that PS1 memory card, that was for PS1, and that's what that was for. And, like, I have even forgot, like, until you brought it up, like, the icons and how fucking cool it was. Like, dude, I would get excited over something as, like, stupid. It's just like, well, what's, what's a save icon for, well, for Spyro? And, and even I was talking about the... The way the animation would change when you would delete it. Yeah. They also would change when you would be copying it, too. They'd be happy and, like... There Depending was a, on the game. Because not all of them had animation. Y- yeah, you're right, true. But I distinctly remember every time get, I would get a new PC or a PS2 game and I would save it, I would immediately exit out and go into the memory card manager and, like, look and see what the icon was. Yeah, because even and, if it was I, just something, like, small and, like, boring, it was sometimes, like, just a clever little thing or sometimes just or the a pixel symbol, art was something cool, stupid. Or I would always highlight delete and highlight copy and see what if it changed. Right. And that's how I got, you know, I think the Devil May Cry one, all those Capcom games did. That's how you beat Shaq. That's how you beat Shaq. <laughs> uh, so where are we at with this? So... He was moving to induct the Wavebird and the memory card also over Scorpion and Sub-Zero. I, I would say um, for me, I'm at memory card, Wavebird, start button. Okay. Well, let's lock in the Wavebird. Okay. Do we want to consider Scorpion over the memory card? Oh, it's a hard decision. he had to get over here. It, it, it kind of, of like it, once we were talking i do like them as kind of an intertwined thing and like i said like yeah i really like that memory card being on there like 
I think I think I, when you see it, you know exactly what it is, but it's also like totally relevant nowadays. I think since the start button still basically exists, um, I would take Subby and Scorpion over the start button. No, because the start button doesn't exist. Well, but the function of the start button still exists. That's but I think that's like the, the, the point of the thing. Is that like it used to be this unifying thing across every system, and now it doesn't exist on any of them well, anymore? Well, we've already in inducted Starbucks and Wavebird, haven't we? Yeah, what yeah, those are, those are locked. Yeah, right. was so so it's really just memory card Scorpion and Sub Zero one one less. It's memory died. cards. It's memory cards. Dude. All right, I think it memory is too. Card. All right, that is the next second wave of. The GGA, VGHOF. That, that that doesn't mean Scorpion and Sub Zero can't be nominated again. Oh no, because no, the, the start, start button, button was nominated and yeah. then passed over. Okay, I'm cool with it then. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Always more years of eligibility. And there we have it. Our second <laughs> wave of students inducted into the Hall of Fame. The start button, Scrumptious. the wave bird, and the memory chard. I like it. That's a good way to come, and you can come any way you like. <laughs> and I will. And I will have a big Bertha. It comes. Slap it up. Oh and boy. Big birthday with the taco? Mm-hmm. Give me. No, that's a Sally Struthers. The Sally Struthers with the taco. Yeah. And then you gotta go get the taco with Sally. Slap her around and smack her up. <laughs> Be violent toward her. Smack the beef. <laughs> smack, smacking the beef. All right, you guys. We're smacking the beef this week. We're all Our beefs are all smacked out now. <laughs>